Hello, 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 and welcome. Yes. To our latest episode of Her, Him, and a Guest. I'm C Money. Underneath me is my very lovely, beautiful doodle. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for joining us today. But up on the screen, you see an image of the man with a million. Our boy, Randall Thor19. Thank you so much for being yes. here, man. Thank we you really so much it. for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for uh, having me. It's a long time coming. And, uh, you know, who doesn't love talking about themselves for three hours or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, apparently not not many people don't because they all come on here and have a blast <laughs> doing this. So um, I'm really thankful that you, you uh, so did go ahead yes. and take the time to come on here with us so thank you so much this is um we like us like you said you know been waiting for this for a while so we're very excited for it um guys listen you know the deal <laughs> we have our our guest here we're going to be going ahead and focusing on the guests our homies in the chat have some fun all right but we're going to be here now that being said before we get started i do need to shout out our elite members we got tmhw gaming which is our boy chris lee and we have uh big boy mike our homie and we have our newest member fonto sir thank you guys thank you so, much. so much for being uh elite members with us and thank you everybody for being here now um one of the benefits of being an elite member is that they do get the opportunity to ask Randall Thor a question before we get to our questions. So, Rand, this mm. one is from our boy Fonto. Okay. He says, if you were stuck on a deserted island uh, and only okay. had the means to play one game for the rest of your days, oh. what would it be? Well, you know, that's an interesting I question because it probably, my answer would, it's like, if you would have asked me in 2004, it would have been like Halo 2, right? Um, but it, like now, I wouldn't say Halo 2 because you wouldn't be able to play Halo 2, right? Agreed. So it's like, what game would I play right now in 2023? Would I would I, the one singular game? See, you know, you guys had Jez on, and I his answer would be World of Warcraft because there's just a lot of content. So I would have to probably pick a multiplayer game. Maybe Halo Infinite, I guess. Even though I haven't played Halo, Halo Infinite, Infinite that much, but you know, if you got nothing but time, why not that game, right? It ain't wrong. Halo Infinite's amazing, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hundred percent all for it for sure. Um, all right. And then our next question from our boy, big boy Mike. Thank you again for being a lead member. He says, Do you think Xbox will ever get the same mind share or better than it was back in the uh, 360 generation can we ever get back to that time or surpass that time as far as the mind share people loving on xbox it's an interesting question because i sort of feel like that question dovetails into essentially will xbox ever outsell playstation again or right because mm -hmm. i think that's what really the question means um but I'll just yeah, take it I mean, the way it's worded. Like, okay, can Xbox ever get back to the point where it was like the media darling 
and it was the de facto system for a lot of people? Probably not. Um, but that's not to say that it's not going to be looked at uh, way better than it, you know, it has been like, cause the Xbox one gen was, you know, wasn't very, wasn't very good. So I, I think it can come close, especially if all the ABK games hit and the Bethesda games and stuff. And who knows where the industry is in 10 years, right? This generation, nobody, nobody really screwed up. Usually somebody screws up, whether it's Nintendo, Xbox or PlayStation and nobody screwed up this gen. So it's, you know, it's, it's kind of tough to, to gain market share when nobody's making any mistakes, but who knows, maybe someone makes a mistake next gen or the gen after that. And then things might change. But, um, I think, I think Xbox will get, I think the mind share will grow, but I'm not sure if, if it'll ever return to that 360 era mind share. Do you think that that also can be that maybe people are just kind of set in their ways at this point? Like the pony, like the Sony fans are like super ingrained in that idea now, regardless of what Xbox is doing. Like, do you think they'll ever be able to give them the flowers that they deserve or the, or the props as doodle has said, cause she said no <laughs> more flowers. She said right, she needs to stop to hearing all these dudes giving other props. dudes flowers constantly. <laughs> um, so do you think that'll ever be something that can, uh, that will happen or do you think that that's pretty much that ship has sailed as well uh i wouldn't say the ship is ship has sailed um i think you know if xbox can string together a whole bunch of really great games in like a short period of time uh i think people will be forced to give them their flowers and if yeah. you don't then you look like a hater right um but I mean, I don't know, like who really cares what some, you know, like a, a bunch of like no names, low lives on the internet think about, you know, PlayStation fans think about Xbox, I guess. Right. I like so take. that's true. Yeah. I don't know if you I don't, if, if you don't care about the cons, like I always see this around it, the, some of these people have like the largest opinions about Xbox for a system that they proclaim is irrelevant but they can't stop talking about it 24 7. Facts. i guess it's not that irrelevant you know kind of makes you feel like if xbox went away they would yeah what are they going to talk about what are they going to talk about what are they going to talk about they only talk about xbox so what are they going to talk about facts facts all right good answer good answer all right well guys those were the elite member questions thank that start so the show much. every Her Him awesome. and Guest episode. So thank you guys so much. We do appreciate you. Uh, all right, Ran. Listen, we're going to get into the show proper. Yes. All right. And as far as our questions are concerned, this is the question we ask to every single person that, that you know, sits in the hot seat in your own home. Uh, it's, um, it's a story that you've probably told a million times. But for the off chance that people have not, and actually, Jez, just to give you an idea, I'm not even going to ask the question yet, but just know that Jez does not remember. Jez doesn't remember anything. Answer. And he said that <laughs> I have to wait till you come on to get the answer because he doesn't remember. So it's a two-part question. Okay. First part is, how did you come up with your name? Okay. And then how did you come up 
with the name of the show, Xbox Two Podcast. All right, so you're right. I've told these stories many a times, but uh, even many a times on my own show uh, over the yep, years. But heard it. another one. Let's so Randall Thor nineteen. Um, so back in this would be 2004. I was okay. I'll just say it. I was a PlayStation fanboy. Ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I was PS one, PS two were my systems. <laughs> here, guys. PS two was. After the 360, the PS2 is my favorite system ever, right? Um, man, it had so many great games. So I didn't get original Xbox until 2004, right around the time Halo 2 and all the hype that was building for it, right? And I had my own job, so I had all my own money, and I bought a GameCube because it was like $99, and it came with Metroid Prime. And it was like, only the only thing I need left now is to get the Xbox. Um, and I bought into the Halo 2 hype, even though I hadn't played Halo 1. So I bought the, uh, the Xbox, got like Halo, Halo 2, Knights of Republic, a couple other games. And I remember, um, I'm like the old, I'm the oldest in my family. Uh, I have a younger brother. So when I brought it home, we hooked it up. He was like really excited, right? So this would have, obviously this is 2004. I don't know how old he was then, but. You know, how old was I? I don't even remember. So that's the 18, was that how many years ago? It's 19 years ago. So that's almost 20 years. So I'm, I would have been 21-ish, I think. He would have been probably, he would have been in high school still. So one day he comes home with like the Xbox Live starter kit. Like with the, with the microphone and the 12-month thing, right? Yeah. And he creates an Xbox Live account because he wants to play Halo 2 online with his friends. And I'm like the old man yelling at the crowds being like, who wants to play online? You know, like, <laughs> that's stupid, right? And so he made he he's making the account and he's like, what should the name be? And immediately I was just like, Randall Thor, because at the time, my favorite, uh, I'm like a big book reader fantasy science fiction thriller uh, horror stuff like that my favorite book series ever is the wheel of time and the main character of the wheel of time is randall thor and he's just like badass and all this other stuff and so i was like just call just call yourself we'll just call it uh randall thor and it was taken right so i i had to uh we had to pick a number so he picked 19 which is his birthday, his his birthday's like on the nineteenth. So here we go. That's awesome. why Randall Thor nineteen. Um, that's how that was created. And then as for the show itself, the Xbox Two. I'm surprised Jez. Well, I'm not surprised Jez doesn't remember because Jez can't remember what he did last week, let alone how the Xbox Two started seven years ago or however many years it is now. I met Jez at E3 2016. Um, and we struck up a friendship. We started talking a lot in the DMs and eventually like we would just talk a lot on like Skype, talk about Xbox, things we were hearing, the industry and all that sort of stuff. And it basically was like the Xbox two is now. And I forget who said it, but one of us said to the other, man, these conversations are really good. It's a shame that nobody else can hear them. And I was like, oh. one of us was like, oh, you know, like maybe we should turn this into a podcast. 
And at the time, it was super easy to do podcasts on YouTube because it was like Google Hangouts. Hangout. All you had to do was set up a Google Hangout. Hangout. I'm sure, like, you know, I'm sure Fonz is in chat. I'm sure Fonz remembers this. And it was just like really easy and simple to do it, really easy and simple to set it up. And yeah, so started the and the name, because I watched this part and you asked Jez where the name came from and he didn't remember. And the name, the Xbox 2, actually came from a listener. Because we were, the first episode we were taking like, oh, what should we name the show? What should it be? Because I'm not good at that stuff, right? I'm, I'm just really not. And one of the, one of the, the people watching, Ashtray Gaming, was like, you guys should call yourselves the Xbox 2. And me and Jez, oh, we were like, oh, that's good because it's just me and Jez. It's about Xbox. Because at the time, a lot of the community podcasts were multiple panel, multiple person panels, like five people, six people. There wasn't a lot of two people, two person podcasts. Yeah. It was like, oh, that sounds Xbox 2. Plus also rumors were starting to kind of gear up about the next generation of Xbox consoles and people were using like Xbox two as in their like YouTube titles to like denote what the next system was called. So it was kind of also a play on that, like us two and then like two also, but being like potentially the next system of the, of Xbox. So that's where the podcast came from and the name and it's been like that. I, you know, since what we started it in like April of 2016, April of 2017? That'd be six awesome. years? That'd be over six and a half years now? So now, just- what's crazy is that I remember distinctly when that happened because I was listening to the show when that happened and I was in the shower listening and I had the phone up on the, on the, on the, I guess on the shower thing, right? And it was just sitting up there and I was listening. I just didn't know that it was Ashtray Gaming who did it. But I remember that somebody did it, and then you guys read, and it was like, oh, wow, Xbox 2. That's crazy yeah. that it's been that yeah. long. So do are, do you and your brother still game together? Oh, my brother, my brother doesn't have time. To, he's also, he, my brother's got a PS5. He doesn't have an Xbox oh. right now. Actually, I, I gave my nephew an Xbox Series, an Xbox One S, so he can play Roblox on it, because he loves nice. to play Roblox. But no, my brother, when he does play, is on a PlayStation, but he never plays anymore. He's too busy. He's got two kids. He he works at like a really large company. So he doesn't have any time to really play games anymore. Nice. You mentioned the PlayStation 2. Did did you have a favorite game for the PlayStation 2? Like that you uh, still I mean, remember? You know, Grand, like, oh, Grand, Grand, Theft awesome. Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto 3, San Andreas, Vice City. I mean, Grand Theft Auto 3 would probably be the one I would pick, but then there's still like Metal Gear Solid 2 and Devil May Cry. Um, like the PS2 was just, had everything. It was like all the biggest games, all the big third party stuff. And you know, Sony's first party at the time wasn't wasn't like it is now. I mean, they had stuff like Ratchet and Clank, which I was a fan of, and Jack and Daxter. But it was really about like Grand Theft Auto and Metal Gear and stuff. But yeah, I mean, I I knew. I played Grand Theft Auto 3 so much that I knew the map. Like it was like I was driving around here by my house. Like I knew where you would like I memorized that map and you played it so much. I was so blown away the first time I played. I was like, wait a minute. So you're telling me that like I can do anything I want? You know? <laughs> it's nuts. That that game was 
so like mind blowing at the time. It really was. So it's really awesome that you and Jess met and kind of had this bond, you know, like this chemistry right away. Did did it take any convincing to to for him to say yes to the podcast, like to get him to do it as well? No, no, that was it was pretty easy. Like once we were like, man, this is really good. More people should hear this. And it was like, we should start a podcast. It was just it was yeah, it was just super easy. It, it was I think it was the, the difficult part with Jez is working around his schedule because he yeah. lives in Germany. So he is six or seven hours ahead of us or ahead of me. So it was one of those things where the show had to be early in the day, right? And we had to pick a yep. certain day. So um, I was taking like night classes. So I, I would have classes at like six o'clock to nine forty-five or whatever it was like, you know, uh, so it was like the show had to be before those and it had to be early enough for jazz. Um, so the only, the only thing with jazz, yeah, the only thing was like the scheduling is because he's, you know, he can't start too late because it's, it'd be like, you know, like right now, if, yeah. if we started it now, he, it'd be like one o'clock in the morning for him. Right. Yeah. And you know, yeah. his, his, I don't think his girlfriend likes me very much to be honest with you, <laughs> because essentially since, you know, We've been doing the show. He doesn't have a Friday. His Fridays are taken up by me, and and Xbox too, right? So, yeah, so kill date night. Yeah, there's no more date night uh, on Fridays. Yeah, Fridays are taken, and the Fridays are taken for. And the thing is, it's like Jez picks picks the days because my schedule is pretty fluid. And originally, we did Xbox Two on Wednesdays, uh, Wednesday afternoon. That was the original date, and then Jez couldn't do Wednesdays anymore, so we did the show on Thursdays. But then he couldn't do Thursdays anymore. So he moved it to Fridays. And then sometimes things happen. One of us might not be able to make it. And then we would have pushed it to Saturdays and just basically screw up Gaz this whole show. Um, or we would do it on Mondays or whatever. Xbox eras. Yeah. So uh we've been we've been trying to be better with that to not like step on other people's toes. But yeah, it's usually up to Jazz, like uh, you know when the when the show is and what day it is. But I'm ha- I like it on Friday, um, and hopefully you know Jazz doesn't be like I can't do Fridays anymore. We got to change it to a different day. You know, <laughs> you're gonna flip out and be like, well, what days do I have left, huh? Yeah, what day do you want to do now, Jazz? <sighs> yep. Now listen, it's yeah. um, yeah. it's pretty cool to... because for you you got it so early on a friday that even when you do these long ass podcasts three four hours it's like seven eight o'clock and you're like all right i got my night ready to go so yeah that is that that is the benefit when you when you're starting at two and it's four hours you're done and it's 6 p.m especially now with uh you know daily savings time you look out the window and it's like pitch black but it's like oh but it's only six o'clock that's great exactly where did my time go yeah oh that's right because you're an hour you're an hour uh, behind us, right? So it's yeah, it's six. It's six thirty for me. Oh right, yeah, so. it's seven thirty over here. Okay, makes sense. All right, baby, go. So, how do you view gaming now versus when you first started playing? All the exact same, I think. I st- I still enjoy gaming just as much as I did back, you know, when I was a kid. I still try to play as much as I can get much as much as I possibly can. I I have less time than obviously. Uh, now than I did, um, you know, when I was younger, but I don't like 
my view on gaming hasn't changed. I love video games. I love playing them. I love discussing them with people. Um, I just finished Guardians of the Galaxy, and I I really enjoyed that game a lot. Um, that was one of the games for my backlog because I played it in 2021, and then I stopped playing it for whatever reason, and never got back to it. And now it was like, well, I got some time, so I'm like, let me play some Guardians of the Galaxy. And gaming is just fun. I I guess maybe say like, well, there was a time period where I played maybe more multiplayer games. Like when I, I was really into Halo 2, really into Halo 3, um, you know, even like really into PUBG where, so maybe there was like a, a, a like kind of a, I mean, I've always played as much as I, much as I could get my hands on. And I've always loved playing single player and co-op games. Um, but there's also times where I was really into multiplayer and I may not be that much into multiplayer now, but I've always viewed it like the same. It's all just like, it's all like, it's all fun. And if it wasn't fun, I wouldn't be playing it. You know, if, if, if I, someday, I don't know, I'm worried that someday I'll grow it, you know, like we're the one where it's like, Oh, I don't want to play this anymore or any of this sort of stuff. I, I fear for that day. Cause you know, maybe it never happened because I know that we, I know we have some older gamers in the community, right? Um, yep. and we're, so hopefully I never, I, I never lose that, uh, spark of joy you get when you, you're playing a really good game that you're, that you like, you know? So you're, you're at risk well. more than some of us because you love reading so much. That is so true. like for you, it could be like, you know what I'm saying? You'd be like, uh, I don't want to play. I want to read. Cause I remember watching so long and you'd be like, man, I haven't played a game in weeks. I've been reading. The wheel of time all over again. I don't <laughs> like think I... he will. You know why? Because of his answer. He said he sees it that's the same way. And, and that excitement that we had, like when we were young to see these these graphics that now don't seem to be much, but it's like have you to seen still those get excited in that way? It's it's a really, really cool. Say that again, thing. Have you seen those Grand Theft Auto graphics though? Oh my god, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that trailer about 45 times. I, I, I watched, I did watch that trailer like 10 times. Yeah. It's honestly, I hate that they showed it to us. <laughs> I got to tell you, like, you hate I, that they showed it to us. When we have to wait I, another two years. It, almost. It's Yo, so it's two years, out. dude. It's two years, 2025. Like, I got to tell you, I think, you know what they did? This is why they did it. Rockstar, they're playing 4D chess here. What mm. they did was want to ruin our experiences for all video games <laughs> until coming then, out right? until 2025. Because every time you see a game, it's like, man, there's really not that many cars on that street. Like, it wasn't that trailer for GTA, right? You saw that? Look how many people were in there. Oh, my God. Look at their twerking. Yeah, I don't see no twerking in any of these games. <laughs> tell you, I think they, uh, they took it to the next they level, man. It's it's really stunning though, for sure, hundred mm-hmm. percent. All right, so it's my question. All right, this is a this is a, a good one. All right, you ready? Have you ever dealt with criticism or felt like a failure while building your channel? And if so, how did it affect you? I mean, sh- of course, who doesn't deal with criticism? I mean, I, I, I see someone has some criticism for me in the chat already. Um, <laughs> looking looking at the chat, I see Blind Ride says, Rand is a nice guy, but he's a fence rider. His answers are largely vapidly political in nature. He's a 
pleaser playing to mediocrity. Respect the hustle a man's got to eat. He plays to what pays. Yeah, that isn't uh, some criticism. I don't know what is, huh? Um, yeah, of course. <laughs> I guess the answer is yes, you do. Just <laughs> uh, criticism. I mean, you know, blind right. He's, you know, he can. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. Uh, I disagree with uh, with what he said there, hundred uh, percent. But yeah, I mean, criticism. I mean, like, what's the the largest one I've gotten recently? Criticism, like, uh, I'm not on camera, right? And people have been asking for me to be on camera for a while. Uh, so that is a criticism I've been dealing with for quite some time. Even if it's even if it's my preferred thing not to be on camera, right? Like, where it's like, no, I don't want to be. People still, it's like, no, we want you to be, right? Um, so it's like, okay, I'll be on camera at some point. Sure. Um, you know, there was criticism about maybe yeah, there's always criticism in maybe individual videos. Like maybe I went too hard on PlayStation or maybe I went too hard on Xbox. Cause there are some Xbox fans out there that feel that I am a little bit too critical on Xbox at times. So you get the criticism from different camps where you're like, you're too tough or you're too soft. Um, or I wish you did this, or I wish you did that. Like even more recently, like people are be like, Hey, I wish you reached release more videos. Right. And I haven't really been doing that. I haven't really released any videos for a while. And videos. it's just like, I haven't really been feeling it. Um, sometimes I'll sit down to make a video and I just don't like it. Uh, like like the end product, it just doesn't feel right to me. So I just, I just scrap it. And, um, some kind of like waiting until I, to like kind of feel it again. And I know I will, I, cause I go through this. I, I went through this before where I think I got like completely burned out. Cause I was making so many videos from like 2017 to like 2021 that I think I just burnt myself out so hard. And I just kind of like s- stopped making stuff in 2022. So, I mean, it, it, criticism comes from everywhere. It's just a, it's just a form of like, okay is a constructive criticism is it is it something that i could look at and be like okay that is valid criticism can i incorporate that somehow and make me better make my channel better right or is it yeah. just your typical you suck your videos suck you're trash where you can't really can't really grow from that like yeah. how do you is like what can i take away from somebody saying that right nothing exactly. essentially so um yeah. those yeah, are critic- designed to bring you down not not yeah. give you something so criticism from. criticism always exists and it's always i mean i, I think I, I was talking to cognito tonight before i got on the show and we were just oh, talking good. about like i've been trying to talk to him too yeah <laughs> my boy cognito um, lord cognito we were talking about like how come it is like you do something and you'll have a hundred people telling you great video great podcast but then you'll see that one comment that's like this sucks you suck and it's like you focus hyper focus on that yeah. one negative comment and then you completely ignore the other hundred comments that are you know very very positive and it's something i tried to get get better with over time like that like not focusing on so much on the negative aspect because youtube gotta have a gotta have that uh tough skin gotta have the tough skin because you will get the comments that come after you because obviously not everybody's going to like you and that's perfectly fine. I don't clearly like I, you can't expect everybody to like you. I don't expect everybody to like the podcast that I do with jazz. I don't expect everybody to like jazz. Jazz certainly rubs people the wrong way. 
I'm sure I rub people some some people the wrong way. So it's like it's not about pleasing everybody. It's about you know being yourself, being yes, um, you know, just saying what you feel. Um, and as far as like the uh, what was the other one like disappointment or not disappointment? Yeah, like did, a did failure? you feel like ever feel like a failure? Of course, failures. Of course, of course. I always say comparison is a thief of joy, and I know that is a very uh, uh, that's a good quote right there. It is, a, it is a quote that has been long with us, and I don't know who originally said it, but yeah, you would be starting up your your channel, your podcast, and you'd be looking around in the community and be like, why don't I have those many viewers? Why don't why don't I have those many subscribers? And the thing is, you can't worry about what, what everybody else is doing. Like, only focus on yourself. Comparison is a thief of joy, because you could be doing really good and then look at somebody else and then get depressed, Right. Um, and then there was times where you, I, you know, I think I'd be putting in a lot of work on my stuff and then you look, put out a video and then YouTube studio would be like, this is number 10 out of 10 people aren't watching it. Cause you suck. <laughs> right. And Just that kind a of reminder. That's yeah, they like your stuff. Damn studio. It's the worst. That, that deflates you a bit when you see stuff like that. And you think yeah. to yourself, man, does people not like me anymore. Do people not like enjoying my content? Like, why aren't they watching this? They watch this other stuff, but they don't watch my stuff. So you do feel like a failure. You feel like, what am I even doing this for? Um, did I set my channel up wrong? Am I talking about the wrong things? So of course, yeah, there's, I mean, you know, even now I think I'm a failure. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, I'd be like, I, I mean, I feel like a failure for not making a lot of videos, honestly, like, seriously like a hundred percent the truth like i think i'm a failure right now like i haven't been making videos and i like making them i just feel like a little burnt out so it's just like i haven't making them so because of that i feel like a failure you know i understand that but you know sometimes we need a step back and we need to kind of reset because if you're not ready right now for it then then you're the one who needs to be to be able to produce these these videos but um when you do make them, don't be so hard on yourself because I'm sure they're a lot better than you think. They're they're actually really, really dope. Like to be honest with you, I I really used to enjoy seeing your videos because I like I don't have a ton of time, not like you're doing in the service of of just to, to appease somebody like me, but it really was a great way to get some of the news. Like I liked how you do it. And there's so even if you're even if you think something different of it than i may think just still the way you delivered it like there's only a few people who make a video like that that is done in that way that i enjoy listening to like that i honestly enjoy listening to um so yeah whenever whenever you get back to making them we'll be here for it oh yeah i'll get back everything. to everything and even like still like I, I i i see like this pain saying like you know he's gonna give me the smoke until i get on camera like yeah, I mean, sure, I, d I deserve it. I said I was going to do it, and I will. So, like, sure, give me the, give me all the smoke that you want. Like, I did promise that once I hit 100K, I will go on camera eventually. Now, granted, I didn't say when I would do it. You know, that's me being a little <laughs> sneaky. But, yeah, I mean, hold me, hold me to what I said, absolutely, 100%, you know? Yeah. Now, now in terms of when you were building your channel, because I know – like I said, I've been watching it for, for a very long time. When did you feel there was like a, like, when was the turning point? Because obviously you already kind of went into it with a little bit of like, I would say like fame, right? Like you did your, 
you hit a million on stage at E3, which was huge. And then, you know, you eventually you did the podcast after that. Um, So like, do you feel like you started it great? And like, do you feel like there was a moment that you remember, like that it just looked like you had hit a turning point where the growth started happening more, you know, rapidly or, or more consistently. Yeah. Yeah. And I I actually uh, had this conversation with Colt not that long ago. I mean, a couple days ago, the good old days of 2020, as I like to call them. Uh, 2020 <laughs> is when everything took off. Uh, yeah. Like, no, 2018 and 2019 were, were good. But I think it was the combination. Because, like, people were really interested in the next generation. People were really interested yes. in the Series X and the rumors surrounding those and the PS5. And 2020 is when, yeah, everything sort of took off. And I remember, I remember like looking at like what my videos used to do and what my podcast used to do before that. And then like, I was putting out videos and I was like, I was getting like a hundred thousand views of video. I was, you know, there was like 2000 people live during the podcast and I was getting like, um, 3,000 subscribers every like every month. I think my highest month was like 10,000 during that period. Holy snaps. Yeah, but yeah, it was it was definitely 2020 when it was like I think it turned the corner for a lot of people because people were super interested in the next gen. And obviously like, you know, since then it's like YouTube is always a bunch of peaks of valleys where it goes up and it goes down. It goes up and it goes down and things yeah. look really good and then, you know, like right now you're kind of in like the the valley part because like there's not much really going on. And then early next year it'll peak back up cuz then people get interested in, you know, the Xbox might have a developer direct or they might have other things and some of the releases and then E3, so you sign to ride that, but then it'll go back down again. Um and then I then like, you know, the the newness of the of the consoles wore off so people weren't as interested anymore so like views sort of went down but yeah like i always like point to like 2020 it was like it was it it was really ridiculous how much it uh powered a lot of people's channels including mine um and i was out there riding that wave you know it's really good when you put out a video and you look at your, your your YouTube studio app and it says number one out of 10 and you have 30,000 views in three hours, right? You see that and you're holy like, holy shit. shit. And then you just look at your subscriber count and it's flying up. And you're like, oh my God, it gives you that extra motivation to want to continue to do something the next day to keep it going. Like, well, yeah. let me just, all right, something happened the next day. Like, oh, let me put out this this video. And then, boom, the video, you put it out. And then, boom, it's number one out of 10. And it's got 32,000 views in three hours. And it's just like, all right, well, I'm going to do a video the next day, right? And you're so energized because you see, you know, you see, you see it happening it in real time. You. You're like, oh my God, my videos are getting pushed. I'm getting all these views. I'm getting all these subscribers. I'm going to just, I'm going to like, I always kept on telling Colt, even during that time, I'm like, we need to hit the hammer or we need to hit the, um, what did I say to him? Uh, I think it was like, we need to hit the anvil while it's hot or basically like it's hot right now. You need to hammer it, like hammer it while it's hot. Cause we're probably never going to get anything like this again. Cause I, and you know, I'd be like, boom, like one, another video, another video, another video. And there was a lot to talk about, a lot of rumors, a lot of speculation. Yep. 
and people were super interested. So I would be like, boom, 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 boom. Uh, but yeah, like it was, it was like, it was honestly, you look at that life changing, I guess you could even, you can even say, cause you know, you hit a hundred, I mean, I hit a hundred thousand just earlier this year. And that's only really because of the boost I got during 2020, where it was like, you know, I, I don't know exactly how many subs I got that year, but it was like, I think it was something like started that year, like something like 35,000 and ended that year at something like 70,000. Oh, wow. Uh, right. And it's not like how YouTube has YouTube shorts now where you could do a whole bunch of YouTube shorts and a couple of them might take off and you might get millions of views and then you'll get a whole bunch of subscribers, right? Because I know that does happen quite a bit Um, because YouTube shorts wasn't really around then. And that is a good way to really grow your channel, like doing YouTube shorts because uh, YouTube really pushes that sort of content um, and you'll get a lot of subscribers for it. Uh, but it was it was just like holy holy crap! It was like wait a minute, like could this be something? You know, like you're thinking to yourself like holy shit, uh, <laughs> you know. But yeah, like and even in my when I I talked to Colt recently, we were talking about the, we were talking about the good old days of 2020. Colt would be like, yeah, I'd put out a video. I'd wake up at eight o'clock in the morning. I set a video to video to go live, go back to sleep. And we'll wake up like three hours later and the video had 50,000 views or whatever. Whereas like no matter whatever you put out, if it had something to do with Xbox and it had like a an Xbox logo in the corner, it would just do incredibly well. You know, and those days are probably never gone. Or at least they might come back when next gen rumors start to hit, you know, uh, in 2027 or 2026 or whatever. But yeah, good old years of 2020. Oh man, what a year it was. Well, listen, it was the year, but it was also what you put out there, right? Because everyone is still there. Everyone loves you. Everyone's listening. So don't set yourself short and don't put it all on 2020. <laughs> it was your content as well. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously the t- content has to be good, right? Not everybody's yeah, going I mean, to that's have. The biggest thing. But it was also time and a place. Right, right time, right place. And I think yeah, that definitely yeah. was right time, right place. And um, yeah. and you have to be able to see it. Yes. And that's what you did. You saw it, you recognized it, and you took advantage of it, which is the, the right thing to do. Yeah. You know, and look at you yes. out here in these streets with 100K. Your man with the million, man with 100,000. That's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. It's amazing. Yeah, that's pretty so dope. how do you balance your personal and your professional life? And do you have any tips or tricks for maintaining like stress and our protecting our mental health? It's interesting because I have this conversation with also with Colt quite a bit. And I, I he probably even talked about this on your show when you had him about like stress and the doing YouTube yes. and all that sort of stuff. I think I'm able to more kind of he gets like Colt kind of gets stressed out like when he hasn't put out a video in a while and he's really feeling it and people aren't subscribing. And we talk about that. We talk about that sort of mental thing. Um, And I've learned, and it it did bug me. Like there was a point there where it bothered me too. And it would actually impact my real life. I'd be like worrying about YouTube, worrying about the videos. And if, you know, like thinking like, man, it's got a 10, like what, you know, like, 
it really like it would get into it would it really get into your psyche really really affect you yeah. mentally where you i'd be sitting there playing a game and i suddenly just would be thinking about about it and i'm like oh this isn't healthy you know what i mean i've always just wanted youtube to just be a hobby and that's how i started it i started it as a hobby i didn't have any expectations of anything and the only reason i started it was because of tim dog tim dog was the only reason i started doing youtube he kept on pushing me to make my own channel and i was like i don't know tim uh does anybody really care does anybody want to you know like even here nobody's gonna watch what i make and you know i started the channel and it was mostly focused around like small indie games at the time like uh rans indie spotlight or whatever i called it and then as like it went on i started to get more into like you know i saw like what richard review tech was doing and i saw kind of like what crap gamer was doing and you know like people like dealer gaming and colt and i felt like hey I could do that too. Like I know a lot about Xbox. I've been around, like I could make a video about like this stuff and give my opinion on it. And that's, you know, I started to do less of like the indie stuff and more of like the other stuff. And yeah, but eventually it did, it did kind of, you know, get into my personal life. It, it, it did. It doesn't bother me at all anymore. Like I don't like if I release a video or do a podcast, I don't even look at it. Like I might, I'll look at the comments, but I don't look to see how the performance is because I know like if I do, then it's just going to, it's just going to, just going to bother me. So I kind of like, I just kind of like, let it go. And that's why I treat on like telling Colt, like, just let it go. You know what I mean? Like YouTube does yeah. just because your YouTube video is doing bad. Doesn't mean you're bad, you know, cause it can screw up someone, someone mentally. It's like just let it go. Yeah, yeah man. You know? Listen, in order to like kind of let you have to let it go so it doesn't hold you back because it will mess with your mind and it will change the way that you you approach things going forward. So yeah, I can only imagine at your scale, you know, how that must feel. Cause like we had um a, like maybe I don't know, maybe about a month ago or so, we did an interview. Um, with Karim Jovian, I don't know if you're. Yes, I know. With him. I know who. I know who he is. Yeah. Um. So you know he has like a lot of followers on Twitter, but he has a YouTube channel that's like huge, right? Millions of subscribers. Um, but he loves gaming, and then he has like this gaming channel that is like, you know, minuscule in comparison, like super duper small, and it's like you know it's kind of like a mind f you know when you're like you're so you like he was talking about how you're so used to getting so many views on certain things and then like you do something else and there's like no traction it's like what the f yeah like it has to be draining you like draining and scary all at the same time like i can get that for sure so it's a smart yeah. thing that you're doing i mean you're always struggling with the algorithm what works what doesn't work how clickbaity do you want to be because Fortunately, we live in those times. It's not that I want to be clickbaity and incendiary, oh, but that's yeah. like that's the YouTube grind, dude. Like that's sort of what you have to do, right? If you you have to make the title uh, uh, appealing to people, so sometimes you got to clickbait it. So it's just, yeah. I mean, it, it, that can be a little bit like, oh, do I want to say like insane Xbox? You know, how many times are you going to use the same words to describe the same things? But the yeah. the thing is, is it works. And that's why people do it. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, 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 you know, when you, when you, 
when you're so used to something and you're like used to be like, oh, I used to get views that were a hundred thousand and now I'm only getting like thirty thousand, you feel you feel crappy, right? You feel like um you, you feel like you you you're you're a huge failure, honestly. But then you're like, oh man, like thirty thousand people watching your stuff. You know how many people That's that is? That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people you know, be thankful <laughs> for stadiums, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Super thankful. I never thought in my wildest dreams that I would hit fifty thousand, let alone a hundred thousand. You know what I mean? Like I, I, yep. I had no goals when I started my channel. I had no goals. Like I was just like, all right, well, I, I guess I'll do it. I had no goals to make money. I had no goals to to hit any milestones. It just all happened, right? And maybe that's what you're like, how you have to be. Cause if you're maybe expecting to, to get into YouTube to make money or do any of that sort of stuff, that's, I think that's like the wrong reason to get into it. Um, but I know that people like, once you're in it and it's like there, you're probably, you know, and then it becomes like something you rely on. It can become a real shocker if it's not like living up to what it used to be. Um, and I mean, there is something like, really joyous it's really tough to explain when you look when you release something and you look at it and people really like it and it's like blowing up there's this like feeling you get that's really indescribable yeah and i maybe sometimes you just you're, you're always like kind of chasing that high almost you know like yeah. the high of that point where it's like oh, i want to get back to what i used to feel like back then um, and that could be dangerous because you may never get back to that point or uh, you may consider yourself a failure because you, your videos used to do this and now they do this. Um, so, yeah, YouTube is definitely a, a strange thing. That's for sure. I've, yeah, I've been through it. it. You know, I, I used to I used to have all those feelings and stuff and I used to feel I mean, like I said, I still feel like a failure, but like you, you I get, still get those things where. You know, I have conversations with my buddies trying to help them, uh, you know, try to get over the, I don't know what the right word is, like the mental anxiety, I guess, of it all. Um, which, you know, I've, you know, I've had other jobs and I've had friends with other jobs and none of them ever talked about the mental anxiety of like working at a McDonald's or a KFC or whatever. But for some reason, yeah. it's like YouTube can really screw around with your mental health in bad ways. Yeah. You know, I think it has a lot to do with what the idea that there are people who have like millions and millions of subscribers and, you know, you, you look at people like uh, like at the time, like Jake Paul, Logan Paul, you see these people with like crazy, you know, yeah. lives. From and, you, and you think you are like, well, what, why is my life like that? I'm better than exactly. they are, right? Yeah, exactly. And it's like it's it's hard because you, you nailed it on like right away when you said if you're. Like there's a lot of people who sadly come to YouTube like hoping that this is gonna be, you know, their 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 money maker. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, it can be, um, but you can't plan that. Like you can't be like, you can't go into this it is like what that, I'm gonna yeah. do to make this happen, guaranteed, 100. Like there's so much that's involved that has that's out of your control. You know what I'm saying? It could be. The, the just the sound of your voice right that can be something that people don't want to listen to right whether you want to do this or not you know like there's so many different things 
that can happen that are out of your control. You know, thank that's why, like, thank God for us. We're, you know, we we didn't do this to to make that happen. We did it because our son wanted to do it um, and have fun, and we've done it as a family. And we've just kind of once it started taking off, we kind of became a little more structured, and we have these different shows. But like, we just recently got monetized, like two <laughs> like two, two weeks ago. <laughs> um, it took forever because of different things we had on our channel. So. You know, I, I definitely uh I definitely can get it. I I get it for sure. Though the one nice thing, I know we're definitely nowhere in the range of having those huge numbers like you guys, but we did get a, a small sliver of that taste because my son, uh Madman, he made a short that went that went viral. Um mm. it has 3.5 million views. So like for that period of time, it was like you know, a few weeks that coming off of that, there was so uh there were so many you know subscribers coming in so many views so many like it was just crazy it, it's, so many it's kind comments. of mind-blowing it as it's happening you you can't believe it but you're excited for it it's but then the inevitable crash right and then yes. that's it and then it just then it just stops even like to this day people still watch that short so it still grows but it's like obviously much less than what it was doing but it's like it just stopped. And then it's like, well, well, well I mean, we never did, had it to begin you, with. What did you think when it first started, when you're like looking at it, it first started taking off? You must have been like, the hell? Like, yeah, we didn't. We, the, 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 that's 100% what it was because, first of all, it took like a week and a half. Like in the beginning, the short went off because it was when the Mario movie came out. Um, and he made a short about the Peaches song. And he replaced peaches with bitches, mm -hmm. and it was just perfect timing. He edited the song so that it sounded like it. it was it was perfect. Um, so he put out the short, and it was like a week and a half, and it just it was just doing like our regular numbers that we would normally do. It, it didn't do bad, but it was just doing like our regular numbers. And then I remember, like right before my daughter's birthday, um, it just all of a sudden like we looked at the numbers it was whatever we went to bed we woke up and it had gotten like 10,000 views it was like what the mm. f like <laughs> like what the hell happened and then like just throughout the day it just bang 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 it was just going up and you know like 3.5 million is a lot yeah. so like you like you go through all those steps it's like 10,000 oh my god that's crazy and then it's like 20 what the f is it going to hit a million is it going to hit then, 100 like where yeah. can it stop like we knew obviously we knew that there was going to be a runway right so it was never like this is this is going to be forever it was always like how far well, how far go? do you think it's, it's going to go like we kind of kind of took like bets amongst us like you know how far would it get and things like that and um yeah it was a huge 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 thing and it was crazy to see the numbers just go up but like that's how you know if you're doing a hundred thousand views or even thirty thousand views, you know, the scale for us obviously was different at 3.5 mil, but like seeing those numbers jump up versus what we see now, right? It's a huge, <laughs> it's a huge difference, you know. Like if we were getting 30,000 views on our one of our podcasts, and you just kind of you know see that number go up by like the thousands or hundreds on, yeah, a, on a normal basis, like that's that's pretty dope. So um, but that 3.5 that was insane. I never it lasted a long time and it was just every day like oh my god i can't YouTube believe youtube shorts man they're crazy youtube shorts yeah, like you just whenever they just they just that you one of them will just take off and then 
Did you? Did you? Yep. I gotta ask. So, did you? Did sure. did Madman feel like he had to follow that up somehow, or try to like capture it in, in another one, like to do another one to see if it would kind of also uh, kind of take off in the in the t- in the tail of it? I would say not in a not in a stressful way, not like in a oh my god I have to do this again, but more like uh you know can we do something similar again? So like he kind of we kind of rolled that vein of video a little mm-hmm. while and they also did really good just not like that the thing about it is that it was just the perfect time like not a lot of people had seen the movie yet and you know he was the first one to make that type of video on it like other people eventually started making similar videos but he because he was the first one it just took off but then after that once you try to make more or something similar it's already too connect. late because yes. so many people already started making similar content right yeah so it's it was no longer like the new thing and more like you know just another one of the things and again they did there's still some of our highest viewed content you know the 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 shoot offs from that one are still some of our highest viewed content that we have um but yeah it was definitely a a, a you know that's like a once in a lifetime experience you can have you know like you can never do something like that again um and it's cool that he did it you know what i'm saying like it was his idea he just thought of something funny in his head and he wanted to do it and we you know my wife told him go ahead make it and then that was that it was a huge and it's youtube history now 3.5 million (laughs) yeah yeah it's a big deal and we it's funny because to get monetized they because they blocked us a couple times because of they don't tell you, but it was one of our other videos. So we had over we almost had 1200 videos on our channel because the kids would do shorts all the time and do all these different videos. Um, so we ended up just to to make sure we got monetized or fingers crossed that we would get monetized, we deleted like almost 500 videos. Um, and we just we couldn't let that one go. This, we, it, we were so about it. like. We're like oh. I don't want to delete this one. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, if we delete yeah. it, it's gone. You know? So we were like, F it. We're just going to keep it. And hopefully this wasn't the one thing that they that they blocked us for. And thank God that they didn't. That, you know, we get to keep that one. So um, so that was really good. But it, it is dope. And he does. He feels proud. Like, you know, he go, he's in high school. Yeah, he and, should. You know, he has, How many other people in high friends. school have a 3.5 million, million view video? Probably not many. Exactly. Exactly. I'm tell him you exactly. Said that. Tell yeah, him he, said he's that. Yes. he's he's definitely you know obviously time has passed so it's not like he runs around just talking about it but at that moment when it was happening it was huge for him he was really excited to yeah. go to school and talk crap to his friends like what's up man? <laughs> what I did <laughs> oh man all right let's let's go back to Rand we got <laughs> we got really sidetracked um okay so this is my question okay all right let me ask you this this is a good one. Uh, and by the way, this is, I, I appreciate you answering these questions uh, sincerely and, you know, like actually saying it because, you know, there are a lot of people who are in the community who kind of have this desire to, you know, to do this, like to uh-huh. eventually have their own channel and things like that. So, you know, the way you're answering these things sincerely and letting people know that even at a hundred thousand, you're just like them with how they feel about these things. Like that's, you know, a huge things for them. And that's why we like asking these questions because it is kind of like sharing out, you know, and letting people kind of see um, that you're just like them, you know, you just, 
I'm just a regular hard, person get... like everybody else. I put, yeah, I put my pants celebrity. on, you know, one leg at a time. Yeah, but the question is which leg? Because that could change everything. Left leg first. Left leg left first. Where did you guys left? I mean, does everybody put like left leg first, or am I am I my weird? You know, that? I gotta tell you, I honestly never thought about it, but now I do. Maybe I put both legs Maybe. at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Just put both my feet in and then lift You're at the same like I'm four. Wrong, you know what I'm saying? Like a four years old, like put both your feet in, lift. Oh man! All right. So my question. Knowing what you know now, what would you do differently when starting to build your channel? Knowing what I know now, hmm. Well, okay. So I think this might be a little controversial. Oh, snap. Um, How do I say this? How do I say this? I think one of the things people overlook, especially in this community, is the power of regular videos. Okay? Um, Podcasts are great. They're they're wonderful. I love doing the Xbox 2, which is why we, we do the Xbox 2 every single week even when I haven't been making videos because I just love having a conversation with Jess. I look forward to Fridays and having that talk with him and having seen everybody in the chat, right? That like, I love it. And as, as you know, I don't see any reason why Xbox two would ever go away. Right. But I always see people talk about like, what do I have to do to grow my channel? What do I have to do to get more subscribers? Um, and, and things along those lines. I've had people ask me that, like, what do I need to do? And I think a lot of people in the community have some, like, they've all, like, gone into this idea that podcasts are the be-all, end-all of everything, right? And they aren't. Um, I think making regular videos is incredibly important. Um, in fact, if I didn't make regular videos, I wouldn't be at 100,000. Sure, the podcast is super successful, but the podcast is successful because the channel grew during that time in 2020 and 2021 when I was putting out regular videos almost on a daily basis. The regular videos are what going to bring people to your channel that then might discover the podcast that you do. It is very difficult to get people to... Uh, it's very difficult to have your podcast grow your channel in the way that you think it should grow, right? Like, oh man, I think I should be at this level. I think I should be here. Podcast isn't going to do that. You're going to grow incredibly slow. What is going to grow your channel is releasing content, not necessarily on a daily basis, but content on a regular basis. And it doesn't even have to be great content, to be honest with you. Just, like, have a good mic. I mean, look at me. I'm not even on camera. But, like, you know, like, be on camera. Give it, give an interesting or entertaining take that maybe nobody else is doing and consistently do that. The problem is I think people uh, get into this mindset that um, it's uh, that regular videos are too much work. 
that there isn't a lot yeah. of payoff for spending two hours, right? Or, you know, like Cody Eastwood spends like five hours on a video, right? My videos you know, are usually like two hours or whatever. But a lot of people see that as uh, time wasted because they'll make that video, they'll spend that time, and they'll put it out, and not a lot of people watch it, and they see how much money it made, and they think to themselves, you know what? I could have just done a podcast and I could have just gotten super chats and you know, so doing videos isn't worth it. And I'm telling everybody who's listening to this, that that is the wrong mentality to have doing videos is the only way you are going to significantly grow your channel. And is really the only way you're going to significantly grow your podcast, right? The podcast isn't going to do that on its own. So, you know, like, this is something I've known for a while. So, I mean, I, I guess, like, you could say, well, like, what is something I know now? So I was doing, I started over. So I guess I would would have done, I mean, that's what I did. So I guess that's not really an answer to the question, but that is advice that I'm, like, handing out to everybody because I feel yeah. like, that's great advice. like in this community, Everybody just wants to do podcasts. There's podcasts everywhere, new podcasts popping up all the time. And that's great. Get your voice out there. Get your voice heard, right? Say what you need to say. Speak your truth, right? But the thing is, don't be surprised if a lot of people don't find it. Don't be surprised if you don't really get that many subscribers, don't have that many, that many watchers because it, YouTube sort of, the the you the like the the video algorithm and like the live stream algorithms are different. Like doing just doing is not going to suddenly be like it's not like YouTube Shorts that we just talked about. Or whatever reason, yeah. YouTube Shorts blow up, and they get millions of views, and they'll get a lot of subscribers. Right? Like podcasts don't normally do that. So that's true. It's one of those things where it's like you have to put in the work. You have to put in the legwork to get where you want to be, right? So you have to do those videos. Let me tell you, I was making, I was making, I've made so many videos on my channel, right? And yeah, there was a point in time where I'm making them and they're, I wouldn't make any money on them or not a lot of money at least. I mean, and it was just, but it was something I wanted to do. I didn't do this because I wanted to make money. It was because like, I just, this was like a hobby. And then boom, 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 like things snowball and, and stuff happens, right place, right time. And that's a different story. But that's always something I I, I do want to say to people uh, maybe who are watching or whatever. It's just like regular videos are incredibly important. And if you want to take your, your, your podcast to the next level, and if you want to take your channel to the next level, you have to work those in. Otherwise, you're just going to, in my opinion, going to be spinning your wheels. Wondering like, hey, I've been doing this podcast for 100 episodes, 200 episodes, and I'm sort of in the same position I was when I started. Why isn't anybody finding me? It's because, well, I mean, how are, why are you expecting anybody to find you? Like, you, you're, you're just doing a podcast. It's very difficult to get people to subscribe to something that they have to watch, you know, two hours of instead of something that you could give them yeah. eight minutes of, 10 minutes of. And if you do it quite a bit, there's a bunch of different stuff. Like that would be I like that. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So question. So one of the things that I said before, when I was talking about your videos and how much I watched them and enjoy them, 
the the thing is that there's a I feel like there's like a quality bar that you know like the core of you guys have met right so like randall thor you make that video it's like it's a certain quality i know when i click it i'm gonna enjoy it regardless of what your take is or what it is it's just i know i'm gonna have a good time watching uh colt eastwood is similar to that right where Mm -hmm. he puts out when he puts out his videos regardless of whether i agree with his take i know it's high quality and i'm gonna you know enjoy the experience uh dealer is another one when he used to make you know videos he's another one that kind of stopped making videos too um where he has that certain quality bar. I just I watch it and I enjoy it. So like I've flirted with the idea in my head of doing like smaller videos of just like, you know, news pops and I just make a video and then put it up. But I, I feel like I like, as far as like, yeah, I might have a camera that I can use that, that looks fine and a mic that sounds fine. But I feel like there was just something different when you guys how you made it like you always had these you know you you actually you never you guys never really sh- you never show your face dealer never shows his face and colt does like an intro and outro with his face mm-hmm. um but during the whole show it's like this basically this thing that's running in the background and sometimes it's just b-roll running or sometimes it's something specifically that you're referencing so there's like a lot of like editing and putting together that goes with that right that you know, and I feel like maybe once you do it enough or whatever, you have it kind of down packed. But like, do you feel like, do you feel like that type of, like, if it's not at that same exact level that it's still worth doing? Or do you think you, you do it with the intent of becoming that, you know, I good think, at it? Yeah. I mean, if you, if you watch my earlier videos or earlier attempts at as the type of videos I make now, like, they're of a different quality. Um, obviously, the more you do something, the better you're good at it. Like you might, you start doing something, and maybe you think mm, some this thing, this thing, this little thing I do here doesn't work. Let me just kind of let me change it around. But I do feel like doing the regular videos are important, and you just got to bring what see money can bring to the table, right? You got to bring your uniqueness to it. I wouldn't necessarily be like I said kind of earlier in the video, like comparisons of Thief of Joy. Right. Because I've had this conversation with people in the community being like, all right, I want to make more videos. But I know it's like, okay, here's the news hit. So I'm going to get down. I'm going to make something. But then the Rand video hits, the cult video hits, you know, the the plume video hits. Right. And it's like, well, what I, what, what, what more, what, what do I have left to say now? Like, and all the views are yeah. taken up and I'm like, don't worry about that. It's not about like comparisons of thief of joy, but you need to have a base that you start at to grow from. You need to start doing this. It's more about teaching yourself like cons- to be consistent, right? Like I look at, um, I don't know if you guys know who he is. I'm sure you do. Lord addict, right? Oh yeah. Yes. Lord addict. Great member of ILP. I mean, have you seen what he's been doing? He's been putting out, you know, daily videos all the time. Even pretty much the one and only yeah. King David himself started his yep. own YouTube channel, Xbox Frontline, making videos. videos Monday through Friday with the podcast. He just hit 5,000 subscribers in record time. Uh, Attic just kind of, I think, went from like 3,000 to 6,000 just putting out content, right? Just, you know, in front of the camera, giving their opinions, having fun. 
right? And it's not about like, oh, well, somebody else bigger than me put out a video. Uh, I might have well not doing something. That, that's the wrong. If you if you're looking at it like that, you've already lost. You have to do it for yourself. Mm. You have to you have to start from your own base to, this, to say like this is how I want to do it. Um, this is I'm going to be consistent. And it, but the thing is also the other thing I think people forget to realize is this is it's not overnight success. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to get uh, you know fifty thousand views in your first video. Uh, you're going to make it and you're going to spend some time on it and you might get a thousand views and you might think man. This took me hours to make and I made nothing out of it. But that's but that's but that's all about it's YouTube. I think people don't realize how much of a grind YouTube is. You have to grind for it. And some people live for the grind, right? Mm-hmm. I like but like me at this point like I I get I burnt myself out from the grind. I mean, I see all the videos that everybody makes and yeah, I watch I see the videos from Attic, I see the videos from Plume. I see the videos that everybody makes and you don't think I don't, I'm thinking to myself, fuck, I should be making this stuff. Right. That I'm letting my subscribers down because I'm not delivering the content that they should be getting. And this is the type of content I would normally be making. Of course, you know, um, I feel that way. And it's just, you know, I just, uh, for me, it's just like, okay, I need to get back into it. I need to feel like, I need to get my head in in the right space. Even me, like I, I fall prey to this stuff. Um, yeah, but never yeah, be like, well, you know, other people are doing it, so I shouldn't. Like, that, that's the wrong mentality to have. You just need to do it for yourself, and you need to have just goals you're going to set for yourself. And it's like you're going to get better every single video, and that you're it's not going to be an overnight success, it's going to take years, you know. Like, yeah. I started doing the channel, I started in 2016, right? And it was a slow process. I think I have like 1500 videos on my channel, you know, it was a slow process. Um, you know, uh, getting, uh, subscribers, getting views. Um, and then like, yeah, okay. You, you got turbocharged in 2020 because of this stuff, but it was, it was, I think it was because I was in the right place at the right time because I had started in 2016. I had been grinding for four years for that moment to come essentially. Yeah. Right. And then the moment came yeah. and he took advantage of it and it continues or whatever. But it's it wasn't an overnight success, and I don't even really view myself as a success, really. Um, but you got to start somewhere, and you're just gonna have to know that okay, other people are gonna are do it along with you. That'll get more views, but don't worry about what they're doing. Just worry about what you're doing, and just put yourself in position for better future success, knowing that this is something I need to do, and this is something I'm gonna do for the next four or five years. You know. And who knows where you'll be then? But I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people look at like, they'll look at Colt and they'll see Colt with a video that has 150,000 views and they'll see Colt with 158,000 subs and they'll think, why can't I have that? Right? Like, why can't I, like, or they'll see a podcast and they'll see like, oh, Rand's got 1,400 people watching. Why can't I have that? It's like, well, you can, but you have to work for it. Like, yeah, market Colt didn't start with 158,000 subscribers that you know he was been working on since 2017. People don't they see where you're at, but they don't see the journey to how you got there, they just see the end goal or the end position, and they, they don't see like all the frustration and the blood, sweat, and tears that you went through to, to get to that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah. 
That was great. That was great advice. Um, I appreciate you saying that because it is something that I had been thinking about. It's funny because my son, Madman, had been, you know, I kind of have to take the L on that idea. So thank you for saying that. And I'm okay to admit when I'm wrong. My son, Madman, has been talking about, you know, trying to make certain videos. And, you know, we had a conversation. It's like, man, for all that time you're going to do, like, you know, why would people watch like our version of that video when they can watch a Rand or a Colt or a, you know, dealer or any of these people. So, you know, the idea, yeah, I do I appreciate you saying it because it does kind of put it in perspective. Um, I got to see with the, with the community, if they think it would be dope to do it. I see in the chat, G, maybe it's like, let's get a daily doodle going. Oh, <laughs> I mean, that might be something. Um, but you know, would they like to see something where we put out videos, you know, whether it's me or man, man, or doodle making a video. That's, that's pretty dope. Yeah. Rand, taking you know, turns. Mm-hmm. Really cool of you to say that, you know, we thank you. That's one of the beautiful things about this. We get to kind of talk to a lot of people who've been, been at this for a while. And that was a fantastic piece of advice. So I thank agree. you so much. You, now, Rand, but now that you said that you got to make sure you're following me. Cause, cause if I put out a video, I, I'm going to need you to watch it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You and get me t- going. Tell him to put it down if, if, if that's the situation. <laughs> you're, you're gonna have to be like, "Yo, that was good," or "Yo, just stop." Take, take it just down. stop. Take that just stop. The thing abort. is, like, every, every, everybody gets better. What they like, your first video may not be good. I know my first videos weren't good, and I don't really think my videos now are any good, anyways. Because you're you're gonna always be the biggest critic of your own work, right? You're, yeah, man. you know, I don't, I don't, you know, like you're going to think, man, this video sucks. But then there are people who are like in the chat are probably like, you know, we want that. We want you to put out videos. We want you to, you know, like if you start, like, like, let's say you started in 2024 and you started to do, I'm not even saying you need to do daily videos. Let's say you just did two, three videos a week. Where would you be in 2028? If you did that, you know what I mean? Like, but the That's thing true. is, it's a grind. Right. And usually it's a grind for not a lot of return because it's crapshoot. You could do it and it may not get you anywhere. Right. Or you could do it and you could blow up. Who knows? Who knows? And um, that's kind of like, I guess, like the the fun of YouTube or for some people, maybe not. It's like there's just something really cool about making YouTube videos and doing podcasts. Like I know you guys know that, you know, you do this cause you do your own podcast, but to see all the people yeah. that come in that are waiting for the time your show starts waiting for Friday for Xbox two in the chat yes. that are, you say, Hey, where's everybody from? And you got people from India, from Egypt, from Brazil, like seeing like, Oh my God, like where you hit yeah, that's awesome. Like, all the different, you know, places where, you know, people like you from. And it's like, that's like incredible to me, you know, there's like no words. I always love doing this. Like, so where's everybody from? And you get all the, I'm always waiting for like the North Korea one where it's like, I'm from from one of the two people in North Korea who has internet or something like, Oh, you Kim Jong Un or whatever. (laughs) That's like the, that's like, um, I think that's who said this, but that's like the goal. You got like somebody from every country who's watched except for like North Korea, just because of like how, you know, lock down the internet is there. So, you know, if you get one, they risk their then lives. Then, you know, you got one, they risk their life, and there's somebody super important there, right? Oh, my God. Can you imagine? They're the only person who can do it. That's dope. That, that is funny. No, it is, you know, it's funny because it, it is a, 
it is a really cool thing, you know, because even like for obviously we're very small, right? But when we, you know, even now, you know, me and Doodle were just talking because like, you know, the other day we were talking because it's like you remember when you're doing this podcast and like no one's listening or like a few people, one, two, three people are listening, right? And then, like, I remember when we started, like, we got our first, like, consistent person who would just be listening, like, by themselves <laughs> in the chat. Um, you know, I remember we used to try to, I mean, I, I don't care. I'll say it. we used to try to, like, make ourselves feel better about it. So we would, like, have, like, our phones connect, like, on at the same time. So it would be, like, there's four of us and then like two people who are watching but it's like oh we have six it's like oh it was really just two you know but it, it made us feel better at the time um but yeah you know going from that to like you know seeing people who show up every week you know we do four shows a week and you know we see you know these people every day coming by and being a part of our shows and you know it, it, it is pretty amazing so yeah. i could only imagine you know, at your scale, when you see all these people who show up for you, like, I mean, if you were, if you were doing a, um, a live situation, you know, and all those people were showing up, like you would be filling huge rooms or, or, you know, yeah. you got 30,000 people, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that it's a big deal that all these people show up because you're going to talk, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, no, it's, like it's like That's man who wants, it's, it's kind of crazy it's like who wants to listen to me like who am i like everything's thousands of people do so it's always humbling you know yeah absolutely man congrats by the way and you know another i know i already kind of did and i don't want to sound like i'm you know going too hard into this but i do honestly i do want to thank you because keeping it real with us telling us these things it is important it is helpful for people who are trying to go you know and trying to build something you know not necessarily with the goal of the money but like yeah we do like the idea of more people seeing us of and, course and being here like that's that's dope so like i do appreciate you you know answering these things and and being real with it because it's super helpful especially you know you I, i'm sure you see the youtube circles you know where there's there's people who are not interested in helping somebody else grow oh, or yeah. being, well, I mean, you, know, you know, being there with that. You know, there's a lot of people looking to tear people down, right? Or or to try to, you know, stall them or do things like that. So to have somebody like you who comes over here and, you know, you don't have to be here, right? There's no benefit, right, for you being here personally, right? Outside of just being able to talk. Um, all these people who are in the chat know who you are. So it's not like you're <laughs> gaining some some newfound fan base, right? So like the fact that you're here, you know, we don't take that for granted. Oh. Like we don't we we recognize that this is a a very kind thing that you're doing. And then not only are you being here being very kind, but also going ahead and, you know, again, bestowing this kind of like knowledge that you have gained from doing this successfully um, and wanting to share that, you know, not afraid that, you know, somebody might make a hundred thousand subscribers too at some point. Like that's a big deal. Yeah. So we do appreciate you. Um, and I'm going to well, stop. It's fun. it's fun. I mean, like I said, I, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm better than anybody else. I mean, when people ask me to come on their shows, I normally do. Cause I like, talking to people and talking about gaming just as much as anybody else 
you know i know there are some people who are probably like i ain't got time for that like i'm such and such and it's like that's always been cringe to me right yep so um yeah i mean th- this week I'm, I'm i got a lot i mean so i haven't really been doing a lot of guest podcasts lately because i was kind of burnt out on that too so like I think yours was the first one I was doing, but then I got to do one on Saturday and I got to do one on Sunday and then I got to do my own on Friday. Yep. And then next week I got to, I think I'm doing one on Thursday. So yeah, I mean, I, I love doing the shows and meeting, meeting new people because we haven't talked, uh, you oh. know, so this is my first oh. time, both of you. And it's cool. Like both really cool people, you oh, know, thank so you. It, well, it's always super look, interesting meeting look, new people. Look where I just reached. I didn't do this because you're here. I, I've been, I've been a fan for a long time, man. So, it's on my desk. It's part of my, my Set stuff up. that I look yeah. at all the time. So, you know, uh, this was something that I, you know, honestly, I never thought that I would ever be able to talk to you like this. So this is super dope. Um, and again, thank you, much appreciated. Um, and I think I speak for all the small channels who are, who are out here trying to figure it out. You know, we do appreciate you doing this and and to be fair you know like you like that circle of people that we know you know that we follow like that we've been watching forever is also like super dope because you're you know you've come on the show when you don't need to uh jez came on the show uh colt eastwood came on the show you know dealer is coming on the show he's has so much stuff going on you know, he we we had him on coming on the show. He had to cancel because he was moving and all this stuff. So, but he's going to be coming on the show. Like that circle is, is you guys show up, man. Yeah, like, that's dope. Yeah. It's dope. Didn't have to do it, um, but it's really cool that you do. So, all right, let me get back to these questions. So, what is something that you are passionate about, but most people don't know? I well, um, <laughs> I mean. I think most people might know this or some people. I love my books. I love my books. I love I love reading. And I got I, I hadn't read anything for such a long time. I think I I sold my entire collection. I needed the money. Things were going really bad. And I just stopped. And then eventually I got back into it in 2021. And like you should see my book collection now. Whew. Um Oh man, like I, it's been like a like almost like a week and a half since I beat Guardians of the Galaxy, and I'm not even turned on my Xbox. I've been like reading because well, I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna be playing of Avatar and Cyberpunk, and it's I don't know if anybody's like this, but I find it difficult for myself to sort of I go hard in one thing. I, it's very difficult for me to like I'm gonna play a little bit of video games and then watch a little bit of TV and then a little bit of the books. It's like all of one and like none of the others right yes where it's like all right i'm playing avatar and then that's all i'm doing i don't even read or watch tvs like i have difficulty kind of mixing things up i force myself to sometimes being like no i'm also gonna read so i'm gonna like read 100 pages before i get on xbox or whatever and then read 100 pages after i'm done but yeah like i have a passion maybe just as much for reading as i do like video games um and it was just i don't know if it's because like i didn't read anything from 2005 to 2021 where like i feel like i'm rediscovering a passion that i lost right and like by rediscovering this i just remembered like how much i loved it and it's like sort of new again 
right? Because I had went 15 years or whatever without doing any of it. So, um, like like I said, like the last like week, I haven't been on my Xbox. I've been reading. Uh, I started a couple uh, new book series that I've been just reading. Like so, I'll just be down here, just being like with my book and the light on, and just reading. And I look at the time. It's like, oh, it's 10 o'clock. Should I get on the Xbox? No, I'm gonna keep on reading this, right? Because I know like I, when I play Cyberpunk, I won't. I, I'll be all I'll be doing is playing cyberpunk. I won't be reading anything. So I, I have trouble sort of doing that, but yeah, I love reading. I love, uh, reading fantasy. I love reading science fiction. I love reading thrillers. I love reading horror. Um, I, I, I love it as much as video games. And I know pe- people probably know that that listen to the show. Cause I'll talk about some of the stuff I'm reading on there, but yeah, that's, um, now from your collection, if you can only grab, one book which book will you grab like what's a favorite book that you've read many times well i've read the wheel of time like six times through and that's 14 books so i don't know if you want to say a book series but an individual book yes um probably go with like something that's a little bit long uh probably from one of my my favorite authors stephen king maybe like the stand or it um, something like that. Can't really go with something too short. It's got to be something a little bit lengthy. Uh, there's a lot of so it probably. I'm trying to think which is my favorite Stephen King. Is it is it it or the Stand? Maybe it's maybe it's the Stand. I don't know. The Stand's also kind of depressing considering it's like post apocalyptic. But ah, but then it's also a horror story about clown eating kids, right? So I mean that's <laughs> pretty bad too. Um, yeah. One of these days when I get everything set up. I'll have to like post pictures of my bookshelves and like nice. all the books I have. Cause it is, there's a lot. Right. And it's like, they like oh. take over my room, like everywhere I look at just books everywhere. Cause I don't, I just haven't really decided where I want the bookshelves. Do I want the bookshelves behind me? So like when I'm on camera, the, you can see some of the bookshelves, will they fit? There's enough space. Do I want to put them against a different wall or it's, I'm still deciding like the best course of action for that. But, um, I just got two new books today that I ordered from uh, a specialty shop. So they got like freight edges and they're like really nice hardcover stuff. And yeah, I mean, I've spent, I've spent some good money. Like I got the entire like Brandon Sanderson leather bound collection of his books. And like, that's like $900. So I've spent, wow. I've spent, I've spent some money on those, some of these books, <laughs> probably more than I should have, but oh, well, what are you going to do? Do you, remember the first time that you were like oh wow i i just i truly love and enjoy reading a book yes absolutely passion for absolutely um so what got me into reading like i mean you know when you're in grammar school you have to read certain things right and we all hate it because we all hated hated being forced to read like i'm sure we all read like 1984 or brave new world or the hobbit right stuff like that um you know, and you enjoy those books, but you don't love them really. So it didn't really click for me until sophomore year in high school, 1995, uh, English, English, uh, English honors. And one of the books we had to read was, uh, it was like a two book series or like the first two books in a series called Magician Apprentice and Magician Master. And 
So I remember getting those books and I devoured them. Like, I, I think Magician Master, when you ask, like, what would be, like, what, like, my book I've read the most or whatever, I read Magician Apprentice so many times the front cover fell off. Right? Wow. Like, it was just so, like, I read that book and they're like, you had to write a, we had to take a test on it. By the time, and you get like a month to read the book. So I read Magician Apprentice by Raymond E. Feist, the first book in the Rift War saga, Rift War cycle, I think. And we had a month to read it, and then we would take a test on it, right? Yeah. By the time I took that test, I had read the next five books in the series. Holy fuck. Because I was just like, I love this. I'm, you know, honestly, I'm 15 years old. I was like reading this, and like, I, I was in love. Like the characters, the world, the magic, and my my parents. And I told them how much I loved it. My mom went like immediately to the bookstore and like got the next. She loved the idea, like liked so much that oh my god, he actually enjoys reading, right? So like I was reading all this stuff, and that's where it started from. Like I loved that series so much, it started to make me really interested in what other uh, book series were out there. That's how I eventually found the Wheel of Time. So I eventually read, you know, Game of Thrones, eventually discovered Stephen King. Yeah, it all came from being 15 years old in my English honors class with a teacher who gave us this, you know, to read this Magician Apprentice series. And honestly, I don't know if I would ever, if it wasn't for that moment, I don't know if I ever get into it. It, it, I, it's, I think it's like that, like that was the catalyst to everything. Cause then that made me go out and find other things similar to it that I might enjoy. And if I never had that, like if that wasn't prescribed, I don't know if I'm Randall Thor 19 right now. Right. Because I probably That's wouldn't wild. have read wheel of time, which means my name wouldn't have been like this, you know? And it's kind of crazy to think about like that small thing from that, Miss Littleton was her name. The te- I still remember the teacher's name. Uh, you know, doing that and having that as part of the syllabus and doing that, like that's what led to my love of reading. So it's kind of crazy to think about if it wasn't for that, then it maybe never would have happened at all. So before that, did you just, were you just like didn't care about reading or did you dislike reading or was it always kind of like you enjoyed reading, but nothing hooked I mean, you within this book? Like I, I mean, I, I liked reading enough, but not enough to the point where I was like, you know, searching into other stuff. It was, it was just always like, oh, like I, I didn't read for pleasure, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. It was always like you had to read for school yep. and you don't, nobody likes to read for school because nobody likes writing book reports. I mean, who likes writing no. book reports? Right. Thanks. It wasn't until then that I discovered that I love to read for myself and my own enjoyment. Whereas before it was just, I have to read this because it's required of me. Even though I love 1984, I've read it since then. uh, And Brave New World and Animal Farm and all that sort of stuff that you're sort of required to read back then. Um, But that series and that teacher is what made me like discover that I love reading for my own personal enjoyment. Yeah, that was the moment. So I heard you mention Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And so you read the books. Did yes. you ever watch the show? Of course. Of course. I had to watch. I, I told my buddy, 
when that show got announced, I said, if they do this right, it'll be one of the best TV shows ever made. And they did it right for a long time until they did it wrong. But (laughs) (laughs) yes, I, I, I remember I, to to me, I mean, it's game of Thrones, but to me, it might always be a song of ice and fire. Um, and that's one of the few books I remember reading the third book and reading about the red wedding in my mind. I couldn't believe what I had just read and I had like reread it again. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, I've, I've read it. Yeah. Where did this show go wrong for you? What season? Oh God. What season was it? I think it was season. Was it season six where it started to go wrong? Trying to think. I want to say the first four seasons were pretty damn good. Five was maybe where it started. The crack started to show a little bit. But I think it was definitely by season six where it kind of was like, oh, wait a minute, what are we doing? And then definitely like seven and eight was just like. The thing is, they had they had the roadmap because they had the books. And then once they ran out of the books, it was like, "Uh, well, what are we doing now? You know, and George is never going to finish the show. Never going to finish the series. You know, got it. So, see, we've never watched a show. <laughs> we we what? Well, that's not true. We watched the first, the first episode. The first episode. Did we try to watch? It? No, we watched. I think the second episode too. You knocked out. Did I? Yes, because we have to watch because of the kids. We have to watch it like really late. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. I just remember that uncomfortable scene or <laughs> two. In the end of the first episode, where the yes. brother and sister are doing it, and they throw the kid out the window, uh-huh. <laughs> like, oh, that's exciting. That's and then, um, shocking. when yeah, it really was shocking. Like, what the hell are we looking at here? Um, and then the other uncomfortable scenes were when uh, I don't know their names, but the the really white girl with the long hair and her brother, like, yeah, selling her off to, uh-huh. oh, to yes. like whoring her oh, out to gosh. that to Aquaman. Yep. Um, and then that whole scene that Aquaman, you know, does stuff to her and she just has to take it like that. Also, very, very like awkward. Hey, it's worse in the books. Is it really? Well, it's more descriptive. You know, that's true. Yes. George R. R. Martin has a uh, thing with using the word seed. Seed. S-E-E-D. Seed. Like seed. Like but, planting my seed. But, seed and not in the way you would think but seed in the you know <laughs> interesting he's, he's got interesting. a he's got a he's got a he's got a way with words with stuff yes it is it is a very it's a very depressing series it's 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 what is commonly referred to in the fantasy it's a subgenre called grimdark grimdark yes it is game of thrones is grimdark which means it's like you know, it's a it's a world that's based on it's not black and white. Things are gray. Bad things can happen to anybody. Things don't end good. You know, like it's just things are awful. And like I I do enjoy my enjoy myself reading some of those. But then when you read some of those, you just gotta have a a palate cleanser and it was something else because yep. then you just like everything's depressing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it turned into Eeyore. You're pretty bad. <laughs> wow. That's the up. That's the up. Yeah, we. I don't know. It's one of those shows that I keep like every time we hear it. It's like, damn. Like how? Like why didn't we watch it? Now I feel like it's too late. 
Because I feel like before. Well, if do you we know? Were... Do you know all the spoilers? Have you been spoiled on on it? No, no. no see, that's not too not... late. Well, I guess I guess the when I say not uh, that it's too late, I feel more like a like if if we were in that zeitgeist moment when everyone was watching it and everyone yeah. like if we had a podcast at that time that we were doing and it's like you know we have our show on fridays that we do anime and beyond which is like you know anime tv movie talk then it would be like all right let's watch this so that we can you know go ahead and and talk about yeah. it you know what i'm saying so it would have been even if we had the power through it it would have given us like that that reason to do it but now it's kind of like you know, we spend all that time watching it. You're like, you can't really talk about it. Already. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's like nobody cares about watching, like talking about that now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I don't know. All right. Next question. What is the most valuable lesson that you have ever learned? And who taught it to you? Most valuable lesson I've ever. This is a deep question. Uh, well, geez. Um, most valuable lesson I've ever learned. I don't know, to be honest with you. I honestly don't know. Uh, any, any, like, morals that you live by or something I mean, that, in general maybe but i mean like i'm trying to think of like something someone said to you know said to me that I, that stuck with me my life my whole life but i'm not sh- i don't like the book thing something similar to that except the life lesson mm. well i think if you're coming for me for life lessons i think you've screwed up your life it's the- <laughs> uh i mean <laughs> I don't know. I, I try my best to be uh, like, I try my best just to be a nice person, I guess. I mean, I don't, uh, I mean, e- there's, there's always egos that get in the way of stuff and I don't like people who have egos or people who think they're more important than they really are. I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I can't answer this one. Cause I really don't have, uh, a life lesson, at least that one that stands out. Has anybody, like, where's some of the life lessons other people have said? I'm curious. Is, did people have an answer to this? Like, yeah, actually, yeah. I'm thinking of like a movie where someone's like, why do we get up, Master Wayne? You know, or like, why, why do we fall down? And it's like, so we can learn to pick ourselves up. And it's like, I'm thinking of one of those and I'm in my mind. I'm like, <laughs> I don't have one of those where my butler told me, why do we fall? <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um i'm trying to think of other answers Doodle, do you remember any answers i have a horrible memory so it's not great for me to remember things um not i'm not remembering right now but um but i always no. try i always try to and like try to treat people the way i would like to be treated i mean i know like, that's like you know, um, and I always try to live like live it like that. Um, but I don't really. <laughs> I'm, there's not really like some cinematic moral that you know my father said to me or, or somebody that that I remembered you know my whole life or something. 
So Oh, I have a good one for you. Boom okay. was our first guest. Okay. <laughs> His father told him to treat others the way you want to be treated. And it doesn't cost anything to be nice. Yes. That's true. If you live by those rules, I guarantee you, you have a great day. That those is true. That's his word. Yeah. All right. Doodle, you're next. So what is the most important thing that you want people to know about you? Most important? Man, we're getting some deep questions here. Jeez. <laughs> most important pe- that I want people to know about me. Hmm. Yes. Where, where is is that one guy still in chat that said like I just played defense or rad ride defense like with political answers or whatever? Is he still here? What would he say about me? I suppose. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, I mean, I just want people to know that um, I'm not fake. I guess that's always important, like to be yourself. Um, I don't say things because I'm I'm worried about like whether or not people are going to like what I have to say or. Or, or, you know, I don't tailor my responses to what I think will get the most optimal uh, outcome, essentially. I say, I say what I feel, you know, uh, about whatever topic uh, it may be. I'm not looking to be, uh, for lack of a better word, just a fake bitch, I guess. Um, fake bitch, I like that. Because no, you got people out there that try to be a fake bitch, right? Facts. Um, Facts. So to, to me, so it's just, you know, I, I just would, you know, if you say, Hey, it was like, Rand's like, no, he's like, Rand's a cool dude. Um, he's always willing to give time to people. Uh, you know, he's, he's, he's not fake. Um, you know, and that's really, you know, being a nice guy is really it really like I, it doesn't, I don't want people to be like, Oh, his videos were great. Cause that's really inconsequential. Um, it's really just more like no, he's a, like if people took something away from like me or the podcast or whatever, it's like oh, Rand seems like a nice guy. I guess would be what it would boil down to. I yeah. guess that's a good answer. I, I like that answer. All right, you ready? What is something that you are really bad at, but oh. you enjoy doing anyway? I'm really bad at making videos, but I, I, I have enjoyed making them. I just haven't been making them recently. I am bad at making them. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care. I'll have Forte. Forte's been texting me while we're doing this. Forte's be like, shut up, Rand. You are special. And I'm like, no, I'm not. He's, he's texting me back and <laughs> forth. Um, I think I'm horrible at making videos. Uh, but I still make them anyways because I actually enjoyed making them. Uh, I'm horrible at... I guess maybe I'm horrible at, um, you know, when, when people say, hey, when are you going to get on the game? And I'd be like, five minutes. I'm always like 10 minutes or 15 minutes late, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, always late for that, uh, for, for those sort of things. Um, I am horrible at... Yeah, I'll just, I'll just keep it that. I'm horrible at making videos, but I like doing them. <laughs> Well, at least that's just Let, mentally. Agree, agree to disagree. Yeah, on exactly. That, okay. <laughs> at, least, at least that's just inside of your head because the reality is they're dope. But I get that. I feel like, go ahead, baby girl. So, um, let's see. 
What is something that you regret doing or not doing in your life? And how did it or does affect you now? Regrets, 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 regrets. I mean, we all have a list of regrets, right? Um, things that we wish we could have done. I mean, I have regrets, but I think there's like one regret that is probably too personal for this podcast. So I'll just, I'm not going to mention it. That's like way too personal. Okay. It's like, we ain't ready for that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we'll save that for after uh, dark. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Next show. I don't know. That's one of those things I wouldn't even say on my own show. That's just kind of like, you know, personal, like, would never mention, but, um, regrets, you know, growing up running with the run. Sometimes you ran with the wrong crowd, you know, or got in trouble. Um, let people influence you. Like when, you know, you should have stood your ground do like doing, like, I remember I'll tell this little story. We, uh, when I was, uh, 17, about to go into high school, or college rather it was okay. like two weeks away where i was i was going to uh away way to school and i was always the designated driver in my group right and i had the one rule where i was like i'll transport alcohol to wherever we're going but i will not take it once we leave like if it's open or whatever like i'm not like nuh-uh, not happening right yeah um so we went to this um spot in the forest i guess because obviously we're underage uh parked on the side of the road hiked a little bit to get where we needed to go everybody was having a great time i'm the designated driver as i always was which i didn't mind you know i that's fine by me you know and i remember like we got back and one of my buddies had like you know he bought like a i don't know it was like maybe a 12 case or whatever it was bottles and i think there was like half of it left six of them and he was like hey uh we got half of this left can i just you know can i put it in the car take it with me i'm like you know the rule like i'll transport it's where we're going but after that it's not coming back in the car but you know I bent, right? I was like, all right, we're about to go off to different schools. Um, Like, all right, put it in there. When everyone gets in the car, we're, you know, cars on the side of the road. And so everybody's in, piled into my big Jeep, right? So there's like one, two, three, four, five of us in this car, right? And then my other two friends in the other car are parked on the other side of the road. They get in their car. And they just leave, right? I'm parked going the opposite way. I got to turn around, right? So, got the alcohol in the back of the uh, back of the Jeep. Oh, man. I start the car. And there's a car coming towards me. Oh, God. Guess what the car Five coming ball. towards me is. Five. Five. Oh. Five. Oh. And guess yeah. what happens? Oh. So, they keep in mind, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't turned off the corner yet i i'm still on the side of the road but the car started lights are on i'm about to pull out about to pull a u-turn cars coming toward me all of a sudden turns its lights on oh my god pulls in behind me and i'm thinking in my head fuck 
The one time yep. I've say not to, I broke my rule in this one, and it's immediately a cop. Cop comes over to me. Hi, how's it going? What are you guys doing here? You know, and this is like kind of like an abandoned, I'm not an abandoned stretch of the road, but it was basically like surrounded on forests. So I was like, what are you guys doing doing here? If you're parked there. And I was, yeah. And I was just like, oh, we're just waiting for our friends to come and tell us where we were going, blah, 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 blah. So made up some lie right on the spot. Right. And, you know, he's looking in the back, looking at my friends and, you know, they're drunk, high, stoned out of their mind, what have you. Right. I'm the only (laughs) one who's sober, essentially. And, um, kind of was like, get out of the car. Right. And then I think he saw the beer case the, the in the back because it was because the, the Jeep was open. So you can like literally peer through it and see into the trunk. Saw it was there. It's like, you drinking? And I'm like, no, I take a breathalyzer test passed. Right. Like zero. Cause I wasn't drinking. Puts me in the back of the cop car. And then, like, he starts going, and more cops come. And these are like, these aren't even like, uh, like town cops. They're like county cops, right? Like, I know. Okay. And then, and then he comes back to me, and he's like, he's got like a a bag of weed, and he's like, "Is this yours? We found this in the car, stuffed in the seats." And I'm thinking, like, my buddy who, you know, begged me to put the beer in the car, like, he's the one who was the smoker. And I'm like, and I don't, I didn't smoke. I'm like, no, that's not mine. And he's like, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm real, I think I'm really going to write you up for this, you know? And I can see they're taking my buddy in handcuffs back into one of the cars. Oh, damn. And um, he let me go. He gave me a ticket for, I forget what he gave me a ticket for. But essentially, they arrested my buddy because it was the county. The county jailhouse was like a journey to get to, right? And I remember like how it was like four thirty in the morning. We're at like waiting to pick him up, and I got to call my parents. My parent and I was like the I was the the oldest child, so of course I'm the one that they discipline the most. So of course, as soon as I call. Uh yeah, you're grounded for until you go away to school. Like I was like, right? Like, and I don't know. Like I know that's maybe um, but that's always a great I had not standing my ground with my rules, right? That served me so well over the course of high school, where it was like, no, I'll take it where it needs to go, but I will not take it afterwards, right? And the one time I gave in on that rule, immediately it was a cop right there. It was like almost fate. I don't know. It's so, kind of crazy. So what I... The most, it seems like the most valuable lesson you've ever learned <laughs> in who taught it to you was this. You taught it to yourself to die. Budge. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yours. I, I just remember thinking like, why did I give in? You know, and it's like, I almost got arrested for possession and I don't even do any of that stuff. They all did. And I, and it got me in trouble with my parents. I got grounded. And like, it was just one of these things where it's like, why didn't I just stick to my guns? Those were my rules, yeah. you know? And, but here I am getting, no, yeah. And it happened to just be a cop. All the other times we'd done it, drinking at that spot, never any problems. But suddenly this one time, you know? 
That's wild. But see, you know, you learned that lesson then and you didn't have to learn it later on because it could have been, what if it happened at a different time where there were like consequences, like big consequences. So that's crazy. Huh? I agree. I agree hundred percent. That's a good lesson. That's a good lesson to not be persuaded. Yeah. Peer pressure can be a bitch. Yeah. Avoid that peer pressure. I mean, and, that's the reason uh, I started smoking like cigarettes. It wasn't because I really? wanted to. It was because was the, you wanted to be cool, right? You wanted to look cool. You wanted to be with the cool kids. And the, obviously, obviously, this was like in 1990. Uh, what year would it have been? 1990. When did I start smoking? 1994? When I, I think I started smoking. No, it was like eighth grade. I won't, No, 1994. You know, cigarettes were cheap. Like a dollar fifty or whatever. And it wasn't, it, but like, they were viewed as cool. You weren't cool if you didn't smoke. And then, yeah, you know, you always hear, at least growing up, about like, don't give in to peer pressure. And then you think it's not going to happen. And then it actually does happen where people do pressure you into doing something you may not want to do. And then I remember like being pressured into smoking and yeah, like got into smoking Marlboro Reds. I mean, eventually I quit, but I remember like, yeah, like another thing was like, I'm not going to smoke because my mom smoked, right? My mom smoked every day of her life. And I remember like being disgusted by it. You know what I mean? Like coming home from school or whatever and the cigarettes there. And it's like, I'm never going to smoke. Like that's disgusting. And then like people, you know, you're you're like, hey, don't you want to have a cigarette? And you're like, yeah, I want to be cool too. (laughs) Like. And then you do, and then you get addicted, and then it's like a whole struggle to, to kick it and stuff. Like, yeah, peer pressure can be a bitch. Glad you stopped. But, yeah, that happens. I guess, like, that's, like, a, the thing that just naturally takes place with, with young, like, kids, like, in high school, right? Oh, absolutely. Like smoking and drinking are, like, the things, and, and oh. obviously drugs. But, I mean, it's it's brought up, yeah. right? To to everybody, it just depends on whether or not you succumb to it. Yeah. And seems like you know, ran you said succumb yeah. a little bit, but then you dropped it, which is the right thing. Yeah. So it's good on you. Good on you for sure. Um. All right. Let me see. And here. and and I see someone in chat saying like, someone John says that's it. What the f? He's like, kids had some beers, end of the world shit, lol. It's not that it was the beers. It was that, like, I had put my foot down, and it was it was, it was, was a rule I had, and I bent it, you know? Like, don't, like, yeah. don't basically compromise yourself, uh, your values, or it, it's not about the beers, because at the end of the day, whatever. It's about the fact that I compromised, right? And, and um, listen, there could have been bigger consequences to that than than what you had to deal with, right? So it, it's a big deal. Yeah. Because I know, like, the story is like, oh, that's it. Nothing really happened to you. It's not about, like, what happened to me. It's, like, literally, like, it was it was a rule I had. I never compromised. And the one time I did, I had to pay for it. Granted, I didn't have yeah. to pay much for it. But, like, it's always something I remembered. 
uh, even now, I mean, I'm talking about a story and I can vividly remember like sitting in the car, my stomach going into my feet when the cop turned yeah. his lights on thinking to myself, I'm like, Oh my God, I, what, what, you know, like I vividly remember how everybody looked like what the cop, cop looked like. It's been stuck in my memory because it was one of those moments where like, it was basically, you know, stick to your guns. Yeah. Right. Don't give in. And, yeah. It led into a moment that you you specifically remember how you felt in that moment. See, those are life-changing moments that shape you. You know, you never want to be in a situation like that again. So I understand it 100%. Agreed. Go ahead, see. All right. So this is the last of, like, the regular questions. Then we have some, like, funner questions before the rapid fire starts. So... The question is, what are some of the things that make you happy or grateful in your life? Oh, man, like friends, uh, family, um, community, like uh, doing the podcast with Jazz every single Friday gives me life. Like, seriously, there are times where it's like I wake up and I'm like, I don't want to do that. But then you, you, you start doing it. You're like, oh, man. I, of course I want to do this. Look at all the cool people and everybody that's like waiting uh, for me to, you know, for us to, to do the show. Um, I mean, I guess those are always typical answers, right? Uh, what, what was it? What was the exact question again? What was the, it was like, um, what are some of the things that make you happy or grateful in your life? Right. Yeah. So friends, family, uh, people that believe in me, uh those those sort of things like you know having jazz have my back you know, i have jazz's back you know uh like cold to someone i can call or or forte someone i can call and just like tell them my problems and get advice on um and just seeing the- like how much people love what me and jazz do on the xbox too and even in the chat seeing how many people saying like oh i love your videos and Hopefully you get back to making them, you know, like that, that makes me want to make the videos. That makes me like, oh, mm-hmm. I, you know, it makes me want to do them again, but it also makes me feel like a piece of shit because I haven't been. So it's like kind of like a dual thing. It's like, oh man, you know, I feel like I've let people down. Um, but yeah, so. You didn't. They're just uh, waiting. So. The other thing too, is that I think at this point it's, you can also start looking at it as like, yeah, they like your videos, but it's it's not like they like you. You know what I'm saying? Like they True. love watching you. They love hearing you. The fact that that comes in the form of a video or the podcast, that's just because people want to connect with you more often than just that one time, you know, a week with your podcast, even though you're not they can't talk back to you you can't read what they're saying at the time live they do feel that connection right and that's the way it's it's crazy but like when you think of how this is i think a lot of i think if you're not involved with it like if you don't live this life it's hard to to make sense of that i think um like how you can build connections Mm -hmm. just like one person talking on one side or a couple talking on one side and then just people typing in the chat, you know, but like 
it's it's crazy, but it's very real. Yeah. Um, you know how you can grow to like really have like friends in this thing that are you know like people that you're not literally shaking their hand or you know giving them a hug, right? Yeah. Like it's crazy, but that's what people that's what people feel when you put out a new video. It's like oh. My my boy Rand just came out with a new video. I want to watch it and see what he has to say, right? Like, obviously, you have the the people who are not cool in in that mix because you have so many people who watch your stuff. But you got tons of people who just it's it's about you, whether it's the video or the podcast. And you know what's funny? I've had this conversation with Forte because he'd be like, "I don't know if I should make videos, bro." And I'm like, "Come on, Forte, let's do it. Don't worry, don't worry about what other people are doing. People want to hear you." You know, and he, he'll say the same things to me because I always tell him, like, nobody cares. I'm I'm nobody special. And he's like, shut up. You're super special. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> I, hear him, I hear him say it, too. Like, I could hear yeah. him say that. That's awesome. That, that's dope. And, and, you know, it's it's special to have that support as well from, you know, other people who do this. Right? Like, that's a very cool thing as well. So, um you're definitely very blessed, my man. You do a lot of cool things. So Thank you. we all appreciate you. Now, time for the fun ones. And when okay. I say fun, they're just funnish, right? Ready? All right, I'm ready. Okay. If you could travel back in time and meet one historical figure, who would it be and why? Huh. Well, it's an interesting question because the part of me wants to say Robert Jordan because he wrote The Wheel of Time, right? Like, I've never met him, so I would want to go back in time to meet him to talk about my favorite series, right? Yeah. But then if we're talking, like, all of history, I don't know. Like, there's a part of me that would say, like, Socrates, but then I wouldn't be able to speak Greek, right? Mm -hmm. To have, like, kind of those moral... uh, conversations uh philosophy philosophy uh conversations with them um back in time you know honestly maybe i would go back in time to meet my grandpa because he died before i was born oh wow so like not just maybe just to meet him to see what he was like you know what i mean yeah Cause my, we, they, my, my family never, my dad never really talked about, I mean, he talked about his dad, right. Um, yeah. and what he did and stuff, but, um, I don't know, like maybe it would be like, I want, I would want to, I'd want to see him in his prime or at least, you, you know, what he was like when he was, when he was raising my dad, because like, I, you know, I'm obviously have like other, the other grandparents and stuff, but like, yeah, I never met him. And I, I, I feel I feel like I don't want to say lesson for it, but it was like, there's a lot of great people in history you could talk to, but it's like, I feel like that's something that's missing from my life that I never met one of my grandparents, you know, someone that meant so much to my dad and my mom that I never, you know, that everybody has all these stories about, but I've never met or talked to. So maybe it would be him, you know? That's pretty dope. I'm sorry to hear that you didn't get to meet him, but yeah, that will be that will be amazing because that will be a a part of you that you would want to get to know, right? Yeah. So if 
you had to choose one superpower, superpower. what would it be and how would you use it? Ooh, ooh, man, superpower. What would you? Yes. And there's always like, hmm, this one's this one's interesting because you could choose so many. There's like invisibility. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the things lot. you could do with invisibility, super strength, flying. I mean, there's just something about maybe like flying, the ability to fly, just like take off and just soar through the sky. Um, that that will feel good, right? Yeah. I don't know. The one I would probably go with like the one as a kid that I always sort of like imagined and like doing it when you're a kid is like when you could like channel electricity, like, you know, like you like kind of like dark, uh, like uh, Darth Sidious from Star Wars where he like shoots electricity from his fingers or whatever. Um, I don't know what character that has, but I've always in my mind it was like that. Um, but I, you know what? I think there's just something to be said to being able to just go fly. Like nobody else is around. You just take off flying. Like how cool would that be? That, yeah, that, that would be pretty dope. That, that was really Colt's answer. Was and I, I feel like that would be so freeing to be able to just like fly and, and feel like the wind. And I, I don't know. I like that one too. Yeah, that's a good answer. It's a good answer. There's a, there's some key key like ones that people i think flying is one like you said invisibility is another one uh we had a lot of people want to stop time or mm. be able to travel through time that'd um, be a good one yeah which is another one that's pretty dope but no flying is good we have some crime plotters over oh here man too. <laughs> people plotting how to like ruin people's lives in the background and like just disappear um Okay, now, if you had to sing a duet with any singer, who would you choose, and what song would you sing? All right, I got an I got an actual answer to this. Okay. Oh, nice. because it would my sisters would be so jealous, right? So I would want to sing Taylor Swift. Yes. Ooh, and nice. we would sing my favorite song of hers, Blank Space. Oh, and my no, my no, sisters right, <laughs> my sisters are the some of the biggest Taylor Swift. I think my sister went to the her concert, this Eras concert like four times. Oh, and it would wow. be like that's dope. Kind of like the jealousy in their eyes <laughs> that I get to be up there with Taylor Swift singing Blank Space. You know what I mean? Wow, what a Can reason. Can you imagine? <laughs> Point right at the camera. Uh-huh. <laughs> They'll know you're pointing at them. <laughs> like, look at where I'm at. Oh, oh that would be epic. I love that you want to do it to take down your sisters. Like, just to make them squirm. They, they, oh. they, yeah, they would be like, oh, my God. You know, like, how amazing is that? Be like, I got to sing with taylor swift and you didn't <laughs> they would be <laughs> devastated because i would i would hold it over them for the rest of their lives oh my god seriously though and taylor swift she seems like like the nicest freaking person ever too by the way she, she, she does way. seem very nice yeah all right beauty so if you can swap places with any celebrity for a day 
Who would it be and why? Who would it be a celebrity? Yes. Hmm. Well, I guess maybe I would switch places with Taylor Swift so I can have the uh, adulation of all those <laughs> of her entire fan base <laughs> or something. Uh, let's see. No, I got, being a movie star would be cool. So what movie right? star would I yeah. want to switch with, I guess? Um, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, Ooh. I was just thinking. I feel like I, I passed that on. I was like, yo. Leo's no joke. Because Leo's amazing. No yes. You know? Uh, so so maybe it'd be Leo. Uh, I, I'll, go, I'll go with Leo. That's dope. Like that. That's dope. All right. You ready? If you won the lottery, okay. what is the first thing you would buy or do with the money? And again, just to con- take this in consideration, assume that you did all the nice things for people and, you know, took care of all the boring stuff. That so like you're saying, like, first thing I did was like buy my dad's house for him or whatever. Exactly. Uh-huh. Like, like, so say I did all that already. You say you did yes. all the, the good things that you would do. What is the selfish thing that's only mm. for you that you would take that money and, and, and not like just buy a house or something like just fun, you know, something fun that's for you, only <laughs> you. No one else could benefit. Just selfish Rand with his millions of dollars. This is what I want to do. Well, if I wanted to rub it into my sister's face, I'd uh, buy out every seat in the Aero store so I'd have a private t- Taylor Swift concert. That would uh, that'd be pretty selfish of me. My, my sister. sisters are listening. They, should, um, they need to watch this. Um, I mean, the first thing I would do realistically would be like get a lawyer and get an accountant. Uh, but like, what would I sell? I would probably. Obviously, like, okay, you buy a house, you buy some cars and stuff. I would probably get all my friends and I would fly them all to Vegas and we would just destroy the town. Everything's on me. What stays in Vegas, you know, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas and all my boys are there and I'm paying for everything. And yeah, that, that probably, yeah, that probably would be it. That'd be a party. So this is the only thing I would say about that, Rand. Mm-hmm. Last time you were with all your friends in a place. I know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you ended up you in almost a situation. Got, you almost got locked up. So you amplify that with Vegas involved. <laughs> I don't know what's gonna go down. Yeah, but this time I, I got money though. Go. We know how money is. You know, money. Yes. Is you can buy your problems. way out. Got it. Yeah. I understand. I understand. And it, it, I, I meant to ask, and I forgot. But are any were any of these friends? Because I the the name that I know is, is were any of these friends Gopher? No, 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 <laughs> no, no. Go Are for... you still friends with any of them? No, I haven't seen them in 20, uh, 15 years, probably 18 years. Uh, no, go for it. They know that you are Randall Thor 19. No, I, I sincerely doubt they have any idea what I'm doing. You know, these are just like grammar school friends. These are my friends from, you know, back in the day, right? Like, grammar school, high school, early college, you know, and then everybody kind of just gets married and has kids and drifts apart and that sort of stuff. Right. And you just kind of just, yeah. I mean, that's kind of just exactly what happened. Gopher 
Is Gopher here? Is that why you mentioned Gopher? <laughs> oh, I have no idea. I just mentioned it because I know I heard. Oh, my buddy Gopher. Gopher yeah, my buddy Gopher. Um, uh, no, he he would be someone I would fly to fly to Vegas. He'd be one of those people that would that would be be. Oh. I would fly out and we would have a great time in Vegas. Nice. Listen, Math says only if I'm invited. Oh, you want to be? You can be invited too, Mav. Let's do it. Although I don't know, see money too. All right. Well, I'm just saying, if we're throwing invites around, <laughs> I mean, the thing is, it has the, the strict rule of no Cowboys fans. So, oh, you know, Damn. I don't know. Can you handle that, Mav? No, no Cowboys fans. No Dallas Mavericks fans. You have to denounce it publicly. Yeah, right. That you're, you're not no a Cowboy pretend. fan. <laughs> All right. So That's what? He says, I'm out. (laughs) So if you can travel to any video game world, where would you go and what would you do there? Well, I guess it's, I I don't know. I don't want to go to like the Diablo world where everybody's like decrepit and demons exist and stuff. And I'm not even sure I would want to go to like the Halo world where you're fighting aliens or whatever. So it'd have to be something. I mean, but if you had Master Chief's power, like if you were Master Chief, if I yeah, but but the question wasn't if I what if I took over as a, it was just like you could visit That's true. the world. That's true. So what world would be really cool to to actually visit? Um, I'm trying to think. What has I played anything recently where I would be like I want to visit there? Maybe like Cyberpunk. The world of cyberpunk, maybe that would be an interesting place to visit. Oh, um, actually, yeah, cyberpunk's pretty dope. That'd be pretty dope. Yeah, so I, I go with that, I guess. That's the first cyberpunk that we got. Dope. Very good. Very good. I see. All right. So this is going to be the last question before the rapid fire round begins. Okay. If you had to eat one food. For the rest of your life, pizza. What would it be and why? Pizza. I don't I like even that. need the rest of the. It'd be pizza. I need pizza the rest of my life. Pizza from okay, Cuervo. Well, but what was, version of pizza? I mean, like it's New not York like style. you have endless choices, right? You got one type of pizza, one What's set I of would toppings. Pizza. Pie. I would eat. So I would order from Palermo's. Uh, the style that I like, which is I guess tavern style. And I would get sausage, bacon, and pepperoni. And I would eat that for oh, the rest like of my life. Lovers. Yeah. Yes. There we go. Easy answer. And you, Easy. You were so ready for that. That has to be the quickest. If this is any type of way of letting us know how you're going to do in the rapid fire round, I, mean, I don't know. We're going to have a new champion. Listen, you're, you're, you're going to take this if you answer like this. You we'll see. We'll see. It. All right. All right. Well, listen, that is it as far as the interview questions are concerned. Randolph Thor, you have been a pleasure with these questions. So thank you so much. Answered very insightfully. I think I could speak with a lot of the people who've been watching in the chat. Very thankful for your insight. A lot of us are small content creators and, you know, having somebody like you come over here and, and really you know, try to give some advice is huge for us. So we thank you. Thank you. Now, 
that's not going to help you with the rapid fire. So it's not. We got to take. We got to take down Fonz. He's been up there for nine. We, we weeks. do got to take yes. him down. He's been nine, nine weeks. Take him down a peg, right? Listen, if you lose to him, it's going to be eighteen weeks. Mm. I'm sorry, ten weeks. Ten. I don't know. Eighteen. That's ten. a doubling. Uh, it's going to be ten yeah. weeks. Now, this gotta, is the thing that's even more important, Rand. This is the most important situation oh, yes. you have. You, Math is back on the board. Mav is back on the board. Oh, I'm not gonna. I want to knock Mav off the board. So if you dethrone Jay Fonzarelli, we can't have four numbers up there. At, you can't have five. We already have four, right? So four would be it. So Rand, you take Mav off that list. Actually, we go back to three numbers. The thing is that no one can pass fifteen. It seems to be like the sweet spot. And yeah. we were like, yo, math deserves to be back on the board. Yeah, we no put math up there because 16 seems to be just as hard to get as any of the other numbers. Yes. 15 is like where the most people, oops, sorry, where the most people are. Um, and then less than that, obviously. But you know, getting just to 16 is is tough. It's so it's an accomplishment, but but what you're it's saying an accomplishment. Is we don't want Mav on there anymore. I'm just saying, you know, Mav comes to these shows to see to see finally some respect. <laughs> Listen, Mav, we we it's only after we've done it long enough to see that your 16 was actually really decent. good. Okay, so you know we do have to put some respect on there. I mean, but, look at Jazz with only eight. How sad is that? Just Listen, do, bro, don't get, don't get too don't cocky because. Don't get seven, bro. Do like, not get five. That's don't your do spot. It. Don't do it. Don't do it. All right. We got the music going. Okay. We got to get ready mentally. This is the thing. Okay. You it's go time. I'm going to read them fast. You're going to answer fast. We're going to make miracles happen. Yes. All right. Okay. Ah, now, there's going to be a timer that's okay. going to go on the screen. It's going to start ticking. It's going to go. So try not to pay attention to that. Yes. Okay. But it will let us know once it's over at the end. All right. You ready? I am ready. All right. Zone out. Don't eat, don't right. look at the chat. Just relax. Try not to answer, answer too funny. Okay. Yes. <laughs> because I'll do, I'll, do sometimes, I'll do my best. I'll do my best. Sometimes people answer and start making me laugh. That's no, just slowing no them down. No laughing, money. Get All it right. together. Fast. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. I'm ready. Okay. Three. Two, one, go. Can you swim? Yes. Are you afraid of heights? Yes. Favorite gaming console of all time? Xbox 360. Cartoon or live action? Live action. Solo or multiplayer? Solo. Halloween or Christmas? Christmas. Favorite cereal? Uh, Captain Crunch. Favorite color? Green. Favorite book? Uh, the Dragon Reborn. Favorite game of all time? Halo 2. Do you like scary movies? Yes. Favorite fast food restaurant? McDonald's. Favorite sports team or what's a sport? Bulls. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Favorite music artist? Pink Floyd. Green vacation spot? Hawaii. Do you like roller coasters? Yes. Favorite gaming genre? Um, Fighting. Favorite ice cream flavor? Chocolate chip. What was your favorite subject in school? English. Oh my god! Oh 
<laughs> so how'd I do? I don't. We gotta do champion. We gotta twenty. Yes. Is it twenty? Yes. Twenty. Correct. Twenty yes. answers in a minute. Woo. You did it, Ray. You did it. It no, has I been mean, done. Kind of. It has I, been. A, I, 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 what did I blink on? You said like what? John. Maybe like a shooter or whatever, but like for whatever reason, it's just like the first one that came to my mind. Um, you did it. You, it. you got twenty, and you got like stuck a little bit in certain ones. So yep. see, there's yeah, always. To, what was the other one I got you stuck on? I don't killed know. it. That was that epic. was amazing. That was epic. Yo, that was I epic. Stay when they it. <laughs> 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 Matt says impossible. <laughs> I, fight, I don't think fighting is my favorite genre, but for whatever reason, like I was just like, I hit a blank. That, I was like, genre. I was like, that's uh, okay. And then whatever. I Listen, said, it has to be your real one because you just said it. That's the one that came from your gut. Yes. Yeah, oh man, Mav had just made it back on the board. Well, Mav's getting uh, put back down. Sorry, Mav. You knocked him out. And uh, you know what, Fonz? Nine weeks is a good run. But it's over. It's over. Yes, you. It's you, over. I don't know how long you're gonna be up there for, though. Like, I you that, that you might be there you forever. Might be it. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I send you. I'll send a weekly uh, DM in your Twitter. It says, "Well, another week yes. <laughs> gone by, still champion." You understand? So. You knocked out four people right now because it's top three that are on the board, and oh no, because seven. Yes, the well, champion. Oh yeah, 2019, then, 18. Yes. So you knocked out oh, four man. people in one shot. That's freaking incredible. Damn, so you're being heartless. You're getting rid of all those people. It's top three, baby. I mean, damn. <laughs> Sorry, Matt, but it had to be done. Damn. Matt, Matt says, I'll, I'll take, take the L for Rand. <laughs> Adios, Matt. Everybody's feel well. And somebody said the last one should count too at the bell. I answered one at the bell. Should it be twenty? That was the one at the bell. Oh, that was nope. That was the one at the bell. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I gave you the one at the bell. I gave you the one at the bell. You killed it. That was amazing. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. <sighs> wow. I didn't know it was gonna happen. I know. I was yo. The well, timing, you guys said it was like twenty five. You're was... counting like yo. Where yeah, am I at? Yeah, Doodle has the record in house when we've tried it. Just I'm to trying make to sure even that think. These how could I even? How could I even answer another five? You know, because I was, was I was there, trying to answer them as fast as I could. You, if you, when you listen to it back, you'll hear the slight hesitation. It's just the hesitation has to be deleted, mm -hmm. so it has to be answered like question, answer, question, answer, question, answer. Like again, this is not like a test, right? So people don't have the. It's not like there's the, a right or wrong answer. The cereal. I thought you were really going to get stuck there for a while. You got stuck for a little bit. The cereal one got you. Yeah, the Captain um, Yeah, there was another one. Yeah, the there was another one. Cereal. The end. After um, the color, I think. The favorite color. You had... Oh, uh, maybe the music artist, I think, took you a, just a second. Uh, the Dream Vacation Spot, Dream I think, vacation also spot, took you like yeah. a sec, yeah. Like a quick... The quick hesitation. Um... Oh, man. But you did, you did amazing, bro. You, you did, did it. You, you freaking killed it. The man with the million is also the man no. with twenty now. Our new <laughs> champion, you guys. Listen. Yes. 
Listen, I think uh, any members in the chat, you got to put the the welcome to the fam emoji yes. in here. He's officially mm. part of the legacy. I don't know. I don't know how many people awesome. are going to get past 20. I don't know. It's, it's, it's That's, been nine weeks. It's been nine weeks. At, well, put it this way. King David was at eight weeks at 18. Then Fonz came, and it took nine weeks. Well, even if, even if I'm not number one for a while, at least I should be on the board the whole time because, like you said, how many people can get beyond 20, right? So if you're exactly. always in the top three, I should always be in the little left corner, even if I'm not the champion. That's true. He was, it's man. So if we're sticking to the to the top three, then Dirk Griggity's gone. Colt Eastwood, your boy. Took him out. Look, look, you get to say I took you out, bro. Karim, it's, it's all about Mav, though. It's all about getting Mav off. Mav gone, you know? So. It, well, Mav, the lowest, the, the lowest hanging fruit. Well, he has fallen off the tree. He yeah. is gone now. We're, we're going to be me. It's going to be we King literally put him up Fonz this week. And David. Look. That's it. You know? Yep. So you, Fonz, and King David. That's it. That's it. Oh, man. Wow. You did it. That's wild. That's insane. That's I'm so happy that you did so well. That you freaking killed it, bro. You were, but it was going like really fast. There were just a couple where there were hesitations, but you were going. Yeah, and I, I, I guess I admitted to my fear of heights, huh? You yes. did. Now we all know. Now we all. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like it's like real heights when you get real up there, and you're like, oh man, what what am I doing up here? You know. <laughs> wow. Well. Oh. Now, Matt, Matt, Ham says nothing new for Cowboys fans. Oh, <laughs> season that's rough. That is that's rough. rough. That was heartless. That is rough. That is rough. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, maybe you know, maybe we should have. Um, maybe it depends because we have so many people, right? Maybe we should have like a season. You know what I'm saying? Like after. If you if somebody hits like 10 weeks as champion, maybe that's like complete championship and then start that over. That means I prevented yeah. Fonz from winning. You did. Ten you, weeks. Completely, you did. <laughs> maybe something like that. Because then, you know, we got the Mavs of the world who's like, I'll never get another shot. You know, but if we do a new season of the show oh. and then it, you know, Rand would be the, if he lasts all 10 weeks, be the the champion of that season. That would be, that would be dope. And it lets you keep the crown. I feel and like you're going to keep the crown. Like, exactly. Stay for, for quite a bit. If not like indefinite. <laughs> Can, Can you have a consolidation consolidation bracket on the right side of the screen? <laughs> we'll talk about it, man. We'll, we'll talk about it. Special mentions. <laughs> Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Yes. There you go. Honorable mentions. Oh man. Oh, that's, uh, awesome. that's dope. That's dope. Oh my god, I can't wait for you to tell Jess. Oh, Jess is gonna be like, <laughs> oh so basically you are the exact opposite of Jess. Yes. I am the exact that's why we you're the top together on the podcast. Jess is We're at the bottom. Look at this. You're both gonna be Pause. on the board. Think about it. I got 12 more questions than he did. What did what was he that's stuck insane. on? Then we got eight. Uh, he was stuck on music, music. artists, favorite music, music artists. Man. He could not. You wouldn't answer he was it. Like, I, can't, like... I can't pick one. <laughs> he just started like he started malfunctioning, bro. Like you saw him live. <laughs> it was it was a lot. It was a uh, lot. 
Oh my god. Um, but yes, that was a that was a good job, man. That's dope. So I gotta change all this stuff next week. There will be brand outdoor up on top. Yes, your mm-hmm. picture Twitter, it's gonna be time dope. is champion one week, and the big ass 20 underneath that crown. That's right. Damn, that's dope. That's dope. Good job. Yes. Thank you. Good, good job. Happy All right. So the champ. typical way that we uh finish the show is we do obviously we're we're a gaming channel, we love gaming, so we like to uh end the show talking a little gaming. Um, so the hotness that's going on right this second, we kind of alluded to it uh earlier, but Grand Theft Auto 6. Yeah. Trailer leaked late last night ahead of its supposed release today. Rand, what was your first thought? Like, did, first of all, did you watch it when it leaked or did you watch it? I had watched, watched the leak trailer and nice. then, then they put up the real trailer like 10 minutes later and I watched it again. I've watched that trailer like 10 times. So oh, beautiful. Man. Oh my God. I am. Whatever year that comes out, game of the year, don't even bother putting out other games. It's got Facts. game of the year wrapped up. Like Facts. it's like I guess it's what you get when you get have a developed studio that essentially has all the money in the world, or you can give them all the money in the world because their game's gonna make all the money in the world. Right? Not exactly. everybody can do a Grand Theft Auto because they don't have the budgets for it because they don't have the sales for it. Uh but I'm really looking forward to the story that they come up with for the Bonnie and Clyde stuff, right? Like female character, main character for the first time in Grand Theft Auto history, I think is really cool. Uh, that Bonnie and Clyde d- dynamic. I'm trying to even think of like, how is it going to end up? Cause those Bonnie and Clyde stuff usually kind of don't end up very, uh, they're, they're not well. normally a very happy ending is what I'll say. Right. Yes. Um, but yeah, like, cool to see all the, like the the memes that they've recreated and stuff like bro grand theft auto 5 i mean i'm i'm so excited for that game i hope it's early 2025 so we don't essentially have to wait two years like that's my hope yes. is that it's like march or may of 2025 instead of being like september or october that we have less time to wait but dude like whew, can I cannot wait to play that game? If they sell a hundred and fifty dollar version where you can play it five yes. days early, I'll be paying one hundred and fifty dollars to play it early. I don't care. You can you can yell at me for for doing that stuff. I, I'll do it for games that I really want to play. Uh, I don't care. Whatever is it? If I mean, maybe even even if it was two hundred dollars, maybe I would pay it. I, whatever it is, yeah. I, I'm Facts. I'm down for Grand Theft Auto Five or Six. Yep. Not where I'm whatever six. they want to put in there. I just remember it's like down. I hear you. Dude, when they put out like three Vice City and San Andreas, all within like the same gen, all within like I think we wasn't three and Vice City like a year apart, and then like Vice City and San Andreas were maybe two years apart. I forget like yeah, the lengths. It between, was pretty close, but they were really close. And then we got um, Grand Theft Auto Four. I forget what year was what year was that? Was that two thousand and when did Grand, Grand Theft Auto Four come out? Was that two thousand eight? Wasn't that two thousand eight? Or 2009? I'm not sure. Let me look. I feel like see. 8 is the right answer. When I was GTA 4? GTA 4 was uh 2008. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so what was what was the release date for? Let's see. 2000 when did it come out? Grand Theft Auto 4. 
was like September, April, April 29th. Oh, yes. Yeah, April 29th. For the summertime. And it's yeah. based in Miami. So it's perfect. So I, I think like the, the the difference between Grand, San Andreas and four was only. Uh, so Grand, San Andreas was 2004. And yeah, Vice City was 2002. And then GTA 3 was 2001. So it was four year gap between San Andreas. And then they went like five year gap between uh, four and five because it's 2013. And now it'll be 12 years. It'll 12 be a 12 year gap. Yo, people are yeah. fiending for Grand Theft Auto. It, it's going to million views blow in the world up. hours. Yeah. 90 million that's where it's at right now i think it like broke broke the all the views for any video except uh, for one by bts or like it's like has the record for the most views for like a non-music video uh in 24 hours that's crazy yeah that's crazy that game is but that's to show you man it's no joke it's no joke they literally have the perfect name for their studios isn't that crazy? They're yes. called Rockstar Games. Rockstar. Like, and they're just freaking rock stars, dude. Like, they there's are. nothing, there's nothing that they can like do wrong now. Like, they just make these bangers, bro. Like, I know people felt a certain type of way about Red Dead Redemption 2, but I don't care. That was like my one of my favorite games of all time. Um, like it's that good. And you know, Grand Theft Auto Five was amazing. You know, like it was, it was so good. And this now, they just took it to the I'm six, took it to the next level. Mm. Really, really. Uh, How do you feel impressed. about the trailer for um for Halo? Uh, I thought the trailer for Halo, Halo Season Two or Halo Firefly. Yeah. Yep. I thought the trailer for Halo Season Two looked really good. I didn't watch Season One. But seeing the trailer for season two makes me a lot more interested in going back and maybe watching season one for sure. I thought the Fallout trailer looked the best. Uh, I thought Fallout looked really, really damn Fallout cool. Fallout was really good too. Fallout yeah. looks, yeah, it looks pretty amazing. And I wasn't sure because Prime Video, it's it's you know it's a little sketchy for me, but it looks really, really well, good. Prime so. is it's weird because Prime they have their hits and misses like Prime totally screwed up wheel of time and lord of the rings right but then they completely yep. nailed the boys and gen v and some other stuff where you don't know what you're going to get so hopefully we'll be talking about them nailing fallout right yeah yes. rather than them like ruining wheel of time or lord of the rings or some of the other stuff that they've yeah. they've touched. They have the money to spend. It's just there's something that just doesn't click at times with it's about them. getting the right people in charge. It's about getting the right yes. creatives behind the pro the project. And yeah. um 100%. you know, uh, people talk about the boys TV show being better than the boys comic. Yeah. That it's like way better than its source material. Um, Did you watch like, the whole season for the boys? Yeah, I've watched uh I watched the first three seasons and I watched Gen V, the spinoff. I think they're all mm -hmm. pretty damn awesome. And I cannot wait for season four. So it's crazy because we um we started the first episode of uh fall asleep again. No, didn't fall asleep, <laughs> but at the end he like, doesn't he, he like he already. what does he do to her? Um of the first episode. 
doesn't he do something? To, I, for, I forget. It's been a while, but he does something to her. Doesn't he, he does like something to make it, something? you make it like where he, you know, he's like not good because they play it off yeah, like, like he's like a uh, super. He's like really good person, but there's. It's been a while since I've seen the first episode. But yep. yeah, I think they end it with something where he makes you question, like, is he really a good Superman? And obviously the answer to exactly. that question is absolutely not. <laughs> a hard no is yeah, what I believe. Very hard no. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that, I think we saw that and it kind of, you know, the thing is too is when we watch things really has an impact on whether we're going to keep, like, like whatever's going on in life at that moment, right? Like, Sometimes you put something on and then like that twist just made it feel like it was going to be a darker show when you're looking at it. It's like, ah, do I really want to get into a dark show right now? Yeah. And then you kind of move on to something else and then it's too. I'm for stand up comedy right now. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> honestly, that ends up being a lot of our choice most often. Um, But yeah, I feel like I feel like we have a lot of of these shows that are big and we kind of miss out on and then it's like do we need to go back i know boys is the boys are still going so you know if we ever want to get into it we probably should try to catch yeah. up before it gets it gets brought up a lot too yeah a lot of people and i, I freaking bought the the guy in uh call of duty modern warfare 2 or have the the guys i don't even know his name but the guy's skin i got um another big show was it invincible that mm, people invincible, are yeah. talking about really really good it, you watch I that watched too? I watched season one, but I haven't watched uh haven't watched I don't I don't watch shows that are week to week. I wait until it's finished and then I oh binge it. Oh my god, it. I can't stand that. Oh, yeah. you know what's funny? All those times that discussion was being had and you were saying it and like other people were trying to give you crap about it. I was like, get out of here, man. That's the only way to watch. Why would we want to go back to the Stone Age when you had to wait? Like no, wait. gave us such a beautiful gift. Wait? We got the whole show. It's like right if now. You had a bu- if you had a book. But you can only read one chapter at a time and you had to wait the next week for the next chapter. Who would want to read something like that? Exactly. Nobody. But for whatever exactly. reason, it's like with shows, they're like, no, it's the week to week because we get discussion. It's like, screw your discussion. I want the whole thing. I don't want exactly. to have to yes. sit here and piecemeal it the whole time. No, uh, hundred hate, hate the week to week stuff. I can't yes. send it either. I rather like I watch shows that I'm like, okay. So if this is how it's going to go, I'm done with it. And like, we literally don't go back um, to, to watch it. It's like, all right, let it build up. And then by then it's kind of like, we've forgotten it even exists. Are you excited for the game awards this week? Yeah. I mean, I always enjoy, cause the game awards is a, is a thing that I watch with a bunch of my buddies. So it's always, and we have a little contest where, uh, they created this like Excel sheet where everybody picks the different winners, so we all kind of see, and the winner gets like prizes and stuff. So oh, it's, it's, cool. a, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, and that thing everybody gets in a Discord call. We watch it together. You know, years past, there's like drinking things. We had a bingo card where certain things were said or done. You drank, not me because I don't drink, but it, yeah, I always look at the game more. So it's a nice. It's we get together with all our boys. We have a nice time watching it. it, and like you do it I in mean, person. No, 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 not in person, not in person, not in person. We're all from, like, <laughs> I'm from Chicago, a couple of them from Canada, a couple of them are nice. from Seattle, you know, like, you know, so it's we're all over the place. We're not meeting up, but, like, we get together on the Discord, we watch the show, 
you know, we make fun of awesome. what's going on. And of course there's, I mean, I'm, I get, look, I get hyped for new announcements of video. Like I said, video games to me has always been the same. Like I'm still really excited about video games. So to me, the Jeff Keighley awards is all about, it's all about the, it's all about the, the reveals. It's all about the worldwide, world, worldwide premieres because otherwise, I mean, cause the, the award itself is just a popularity contest. Right. And I mean, yeah, I do want Alan Wake 2 to win game of the year. I ain't going to lie. Yes. Um, but I'm I'm tuning in for everything other than the awards, right? Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to Thursday. I you know I think it's super cool that he does it. You know we can all disagree with like on how it's built or whatever, but like I, I think I think it's needed. I think it's cool, and yeah, I look forward to it every year, right? Because it's like you get like two E3s. You get E3 where everybody does their stuff in the yeah. summer. And at the end of the year, December, you get this other sort of E3. We get all this other new stuff. Yeah, I, I really like it. And personally, like to you, do you which game would you say is your personal game of the year? Not from the nominees, but for just for you. I mean, unless it is in the nominees. Uh, it, just... it could be in there, oh, but I'm saying uh... not contained by that list. My game of the year is Alan Wake 2. And it's on that. It's on the nominee. It's not going to win. The list, so, it, it, you know, it's not going to win. But that is, I love that game, man. Like I played that when I played that game. I was just, I mean, I'm a huge Alan Wake fan. Like I've been waiting yep. for the sequel for like forever, and it just didn't disappoint me in any way. And it's, you know, I'm someone who also like really loves Starfield and Hi-Fi Rush, and Resident Evil Four. I mean, I also quite enjoyed Spider-Man Two, but not on the levels of those. So, um, I, for a while there, thought Starfield was going to be my game of the year, but like, yep. I just really loved Alan Wake to, uh, to the point where I was like, oh, sorry, Starfield, I guess, you know, it's, it's all about Alan Wake, baby. So 2023 biggest disappointment that you thought maybe, oh, this game may be good. And then it's like, oh, wow, that was not it. Do you have one for this Biggest year? Dis- Let me look at my games list because I'm probably an answer to that. Um, I know last year, I think my biggest disappointment was like Saints Row, the reboot. Didn't particularly care mm. for that very much, right? Um, so if I look at my games list, I'm sure I have one where it's like, yeah, this this was, let's see. Um, yeah, you know, um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. But then again, I, I wasn't really expecting much from that game. You can definitely tell they made it in a year and a half. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Um, I will say a surprise. Definitely Crew Motorfest was, was probably my biggest surprise of the year. I wasn't even going to play that game. I had no interest in that game. I played Crew 2, and I was like, this isn't good. I really enjoyed the Crew Motorfest. I mean, Assassin's Creed Mirage was, was kind of disappointing. I didn't like it as much as I thought I would. Uh, oh, here's one. Here you go. I got. I got the. Per- this is okay. The biggest disappointment: Atlas Fallen. Oh, I actually okay. was quite looking forward to this game. I thought the trailers looked really interesting. It kind of looked like Dark Siders, and then I played it, and within the first 10, 10 minutes, I was like, "Oh man, I'm in. I'm. I'm I know I'm going to be in for a rough time." Incredibly mediocre. Uh, mainly because, like, and I re- reason I say it's the most disappointing is because I actually had expectations for it, right? I was expecting something out of it, and it didn't live up to any of that. 
Oh, well, actually, you know what? Redfall. Well, I forgot about that because who, who remembers Redfall? Arcane was one of my favorite studios. And I could I played Redfall for five hours and I couldn't play it anymore. It was incredibly bad. Uh, coming from one of my favorite... Like, I loved all their previous games from Prey to the to two Dishonored games, three Dishonored games. And uh, Deathloop and Redfall was just... Just in, so bad. So I mean, I, yeah. You, be have you gone back? No, no, I haven't gone back. Even post patch, you feel like there's there's nothing saving there. You know, once I kind of once I kind of move past something, it's very difficult yeah. for me Sometimes to go back. And I know I just things. went back to Guardians of the Galaxy, but I don't think I'll ever go back to Redfall. You know, and I'm sure it'll it'll it would have been it'd be better because 60 frames. Maybe makes, next Halloween. Better. Yeah, next Halloween. Yeah, I'm Halloween. sure we'll patch we'll, together. We'll be swimming in a whole bunch of games yes. by next year. That's true. So that's true. Yeah, that's a hundred percent true. Actually, <laughs> forget that. It's now or never. <laughs> I understand <laughs> for sure. The moment passed. Um, let me ask you this. So, as far as games are concerned, right? We have this amazing trailer for Grand Theft Auto Six that just melts our minds questions all types of realities and what's going to happen in 2025 are all games going to look this good or is this a, a rock star special right but my question is being that that's so far away right what is your most anticipated game that you believe is going to be released in 2024 what what, what was it what was it what game I think is the what game that you believe because we don't have any hard dates on pretty much anything. So what game do you that you believe is releasing in 2024 are you most excited for? Oh, Hellblade 2. Without a shadow of a doubt. Hellblade 2. Hellblade 2. Mm. Hopefully we see it at the game awards. I got my fingers crossed, I guess. Hopefully it has has Jez given us any hints that Hellblade 2 will be there. I don't think he, he has, no. Um, no. I'm hoping it is. You know, Xbox is telling people to watch. So, you know, Hellblade Two. People That's are wondering true. when it's coming. It'd be nice to get like a trailer and maybe a release date. You know, and then maybe Xbox shows something else, which would be really cool. So yeah, do you think that they're going to uh still do like? Do you think that that developer direct is here to stay? So we had yes. it in January. Do you think they're going to open next year? I mean, I don't know if it'll always be in January, but I think they'll do it. They got they got so many studios and so many games. Uh, so yeah, I think I think you can probably yeah, I think it'll be like a yearly feature essentially. Nice, yeah, nice. That'd be pretty cool. All right, so let me ask you this one because this was a, a hot hot topic that was in the world of gaming on the Xbox side of things. So. People in the chat were asking earlier. So what are your feelings on this idea of the Xbox tax? And is it real? Oh, the is Xbox tax. Real? The um, Xbox tax. The Xbox tax is a discussion that is, I don't know, frankly, like tiring at this point. Yep. Even if like you think it's real or you don't think it's real the problem is like you have people that believe it's real and people that don't and then they clash over their opinions 
and they're not even really talking about the same things. But like nice. you can't convince anybody, so you're not going to change anybody's minds on either side of the argument. So I sort of feel like it's it's a very frustrating conversation to follow on social media. Uh, everybody has their opinions. Um, I I do think there is, but I don't think it's like what people really what the normal like uh, definition of it would be. I think it's it's more along the lines of. Of like I mentioned before, the Game Awards is a popularity contest, right? And I just don't think Xbox is that popular within a lot of the media circles, so it doesn't have its champions. So the like, like the idea of uh, people like organizing and rating ga- Xbox games lower because they're on Xbox, I think, is kind of ridiculous. Not saying that biases don't exist in all forms of stuff. There are people that are going to be biased about everything, and that could influence their choices subconsciously or how they rate something or view something, absolutely. But you'd have to get them to admit it. So that's like something that's very yep. difficult to prove. But I but I do believe biases exist in everything. Like I have biases, you have biases, people in chat have biases. As far as there being like an organized conspiracy where like people from IGN are telling people from GameSpot to t- to like rate games lower, because that's how it sort of seems at least people in the media are taking the Xbox tax. Like it's just like like organized conspiracy. I think that's absurd. And I don't I don't think the review scores reflect that. Like Colt has a, a graph out where he has all the Xbox games from this gen, all the PlayStation games, and all the review scores, and they're essentially the same exact score. It's like 83 for PlayStation and 82 for Xbox. Their games review basically the same, right? Where I think Xbox, the Xbox tax might exist is, and it's a tax that Xbox pays. It's for the, it's basically because it's third place console that isn't very popular. So when you look at the game of the year candidates, it makes sense Hi-Fi Rush wouldn't make it because nobody really played it because the system it's on isn't that popular and that you know you can you can look at the reviews of like where people review their stuff and it's normally playstation during the 360 gen it was 360 because that was the popular console playstation is a popular console now it's where people want to play and that's where people will play and hi-fi rush isn't on that console so i think it's a tax xbox pays for essentially torpedoing a whole gen and making xbox a less desirable cons- console to uh, people within the industry and just overall in general, because to get nominated for game of the year, you've got to have people within these outlets champion your game and say, no, it's this one over the others. And because Xbox isn't a popular brand or isn't as popular as Nintendo or PlayStation, it doesn't have as many of those people. So in a popularity contest, it's not going to win. Right. Um, yeah. so that's kind of how I view it. I, I still think a lot of the media outlets also talk about uh, like the way they talk about Xbox is different than the way they talk about PlayStation. And in the sense that they talk about Xbox as, as a, as a platform that's still, that is like on the verge of dying almost Yep. very similar to how they used to talk about the Wii U or like the early PS3 where and I, I think that's just the media, like just going back to like how like they 
have always done things where the third place console or the last place console is sort of written about in a way that was like, can this next game save this platform? Like how it was written about Starfield. But then similar, I remember similar articles about like, you know, can Lair save the PS3? Can, you know, uh, Metal Gear Solid 4 save the PS3? Like people wrote very similar articles about those platforms that weren't doing as well. And I and I think it's mainly because like Xbox's business, um, the business strategy and how they do things is totally at the opposites of how Nintendo and 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 PlayStation do it. Where from, God knows, like where like winning NPD was the most important thing in the world because it was because console sales were mo- the most important thing in the world, but now they're just a part of the a part of the pie. Like they are important but it's not the be all end all anymore. And I still think there's a lot of people within, within the industry who grew up in that era where like who sold the most was the winner. Right. And it's very difficult for them to understand the shifting dynamics of the game industry now where yeah, Xbox doesn't sell as many consoles as, you know, PlayStation or Nintendo. But like, it's just Xbox is part of many different ways to access the content and you can see how it's reflected in the revenue. So I think it's people just trying to come to understanding of it. And I think some people just don't want, don't want to really understand it. They're just okay with how it's always been and how Nintendo and PlayStation do it. So they don't really pay attention to Xbox. So they speak of a, so they speak from a place of ignorance, really. But mostly, I think it's just it's the tax Xbox pays for destroying, uh, you know, the Xbox One gen and having a platform that's just not popular. So it's not it's not written about um, in in the same ways the two other more popular consoles are. Um, so does it exist? Is it real? I mean, that's the whole thing. It's this is just my opinion on it, and I'm sure other people have their own opinions, and some believe it's real or a different version of it, uh, and some don't. But it's like you're never going to come to like an a, an, a, an agreement about it. So I sort of find the uh, the whole talk around it just at this point, it's just it's just frustrating because like I don't think anything good can come of it, and what I don't want to yeah. see happen is I don't want to see like. Uh, some Xbox fans, I don't want to see like it is used as an excuse for why Xbox why Xbox games might not score as high or get game of the year contenders, right? Because some people do use it as an excuse, even though we've saw like Xbox have a wonderful 2021 with high rated games and stuff like that. Um, I just don't want it mm-hmm. to get to that point where it's like used as an excuse to to basically explain away, uh, you know, bad games or whatever. That's just kind of, that's my thoughts on it. That was actually really, really well, um, really well explained. Um, And I don't mean actually as though I thought you weren't going to be able to do it, but, uh, excuse me, but uh, I think it, it is a great explanation for it. And I think at the end of the day, everything that you're saying is a hundred percent true. I think the, I think, the difficulty for the people who may be upset about it is the fact that they don't want like like the fact that their favorite thing is not 
you know, because the media doesn't like it as much as the PlayStation, right? Like you that said, is that, that is not as popular, you know, you know, we, you do have to deal with the different takes. Like people are talking about the Grand Theft Auto um, 6 reveal, right? And then what are the stories that come out of it? Well, I hope my Series S can, you know, handle this game. Um, uh, you saw, uh, you know, jokes about, you know, what do you mean uh, this game's not coming out on uh, last-gen games, uh, last-gen consoles? <laughs> it was confirmed for the Series S, right? So it's like these are these are the little things that I guess at the end of the day people get annoyed that are existence. Sure. And you're right. I mean, you know, I always look at those as like, it's just jokes. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure, sure. Tom, like Tom Henderson's tweet where he's like, oh, things coming to next last gen, but it's going to be on the Series S. Like, I mean, it's just a joke, you know? Yeah. He's just laugh no, at sure. it. It's, it's kind of funny, you know? It's like, well, you know, you know. Yeah, it's um, a nice little burn. Yeah, it's a nice burn. Nice we burn. all, we, you know, we all make jokes. Like, we all made fun of the Absolutely. PlayStation 5 and what it looked like when it came out, remember? You know? We do. And we if do. you can't <laughs> laugh at yourself, who can you laugh at, right? Like, those are facts man those are facts but ultimately i think uh that was a great answer man so thank you i appreciate that um so before we wrap up we do have some super chats that came in and there are some questions that the the chat had so let's go ahead and get into some of these had our boy adidas 20 zero with that five dollar super chat we appreciate you you, my man says pony agony i love every moment of it (laughs) All the games coming next year, Randall will be the man with two million. Yeah, that's not Let's happening. Let's go. Although I could probably uh, get two million if I went into like just gamer score whoring. Yep. I, I would be have to do nothing but that. I could, but there's no way in hell I would do that again. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the the special part was getting to that one million, mm-hmm. and then you know, like people didn't Stallion already do two million. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, yeah, there's people at three million and people at four million. Oh yeah, that's so. I mean, you know like, what I'm saying? It's, it's kind of like, what's the point deal. anymore? <laughs> you exactly. Know what I'm yeah. One million was special. <laughs> Anything beyond that yep. is kind of just like, what's the point? Extra, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, unless you're at four million already, and somebody's like, or like you're just about to be four million, and somebody else is like just about to be four million, then I'd be like, all right, nobody's done four million yet. Let me get there. But well, the thing is, is like, it's just it's so easy to get that they basically created games that are just for padding your gamer score. And that sort of took the fun out of it. Like I used to have fun even playing like crappy kids games or whatever, just getting achievements. Yeah. My little pony or whatever, just getting the, getting the achievements, but they made it such a way where you could like load up these games now and get a thousand in like five minutes or get 5,000 in 10 minutes. And it sort of just was like, yeah, this isn't as cool as it was. This is kind of lame now. It's so, not a special. Yeah. I see that. I, I definitely get that. Yeah, I for whatever reason, I feel like I don't know how because I've been playing games for so long. I feel like I think I purposely avoid achievements somehow because like my gamer score doesn't grow anywhere near like as quick as I would assume. Like I'm, I'm still in the hundred thousand range. Yeah, but hundred thousand is great. I think like the average gamer score is like eight thousand. So I mean, oh snap. Yeah, you're killing it, yeah. babe. Then I'm like so. a multimillionaire at this point. <laughs> you just <laughs> well, boosted thank you for making me feel yes. accomplished because <laughs> I was like, I can't, I can't get past these numbers. Um, our boy Abdel, he says, Rand, did you ever have a moment in your podcast career where you considered flipping 
to the pony side like other diehard Xbox fans in the Xbox One generation. Now, for you, being that you actually preferred PlayStation in the beginning, it might have been pretty Well, that was during tempting. the PS- PS1 and PS2 j- days. Yep. Like, I didn't, I didn't actually own a PS3 at all. Oh, so I was you just like, dropped it like a bad habit. Yeah, and I didn't get a PS4 until 20... 2018 2017 um oh, wow. no i don't know like i don't i'm not that's what i said when you asked me like oh what do i want people to think of me or whatever it's that he's real and that he's a nice guy i'm not like thinking about what's the best ways to make money or what's yeah. like oh if i change my content or maybe if i just flipped you know like i'm not that it's like just me like and i do like playstation i enjoy their games right i played uh, spider-man 2 and oxen free 2 on, on there because oxen free 2 didn't come to xbox for whatever reason Which and uh, final fantasy like... 16 so i enjoy playing on playstation i enjoy their games i don't know i'm not one of these people that needs to be like i'm a fan of one and i have to hate the other there's a lot of yeah. people that made it an identity where if like i like the one then i can't like the other right and I, we know who they are. I mean, we all know who was Xbox and then was PlayStation and whatever. We we were, yep. we know what happened. But no, it never, never came to me because I never felt like that. I was just like, and even if I wanted to play more on PlayStation, I would just be like, yeah, I mean, I like them both. I just talk more about Xbox because that's the one I, I like a lot more. So no, like there was never a time where I was like, maybe I should switch to PlayStation to get more views, you know? Never once crossed my mind because that's not who i am as a person like and that's not to say anybody who did did it for any other reasons like any shady reasons like oh they they you know uh they did it for you know a calculated move or whatever right like it's it wasn't like they were being truthful but if i did it it just wouldn't have been me i would have been yeah i would i would have hated it because i would have hated just lying to people just to what get some get some some subs and get some views that aren't gonna stay with you for a long time that's why it's better to be yourself yeah you know because can you imagine doing this and like you're not actually caring about the thing you're talking about like there's a reason me and jazz can do a four-hour show no problem on fridays because we love this stuff we love talking about games love talking about xbox well imagine if you didn't like that's the other thing like i don't understand people that like watch shows that they hate on consoles they don't like you know what i mean like i wouldn't waste my t- the time is precious people it is. why that are you wasting so your time watching a podcast from a console that you don't like i don't understand that mentality you'll never catch me doing it i got other things i need to do you know like i got oh. other way more important things to do than sit in a space for seven hours listen to people complain and, and bitch about stuff and you know like and I, even on Xbox Two, we don't really talk about PlayStation that much. We talk about PlayStation when they have when stuff's going on and how it relates to Xbox. Yep. Um, but we normally don't talk about, it. and we certainly don't talk about Nintendo. Like you know, and grilled it. Like, but you know, like the whole thing about I don't like Nintendo. You don't see me going around trolling Nintendo fans or or going on Nintendo podcasts and typing in the comment section causing trouble because yep. i like what's the point like i got other things don't you don't don't you all have other things you got to do like more important things to do than listen to someone you don't like 
uh, bitch about a platform he doesn't like or they don't like because you know it, it might get them views and I, it's it's such weirdo behavior to me you know what i mean yeah i agree for sure all right now our boy dirt griggity oh thank you dirt my man with that five dollar super chat thank you my brother says what's up c money and doodle what's up dirt says i want to be like rand when i grow up <laughs> we all do isn't we we dirt older do. than me though <laughs> Damn. i don't know Damn. maybe he's younger than me i don't know listen you can be a older age but still having grown up you know i guess saying? that's true yeah i guess that's true look at that see you know, the, the, you, know, you know, the thing about like the console war, there's a lot of people that do this stuff that have like kids and like their kids have kids. They're like 50 years old and I'm just like, what is going on? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're 50 yep. Yes. What are you doing? Yeah. It's a, it's a thing for sure. <laughs> Our boy Gaming Forte. Oh, that two dollars super chat. Thank you, my man. Says super chats are live. Congratulations, see you, doodle. Oh, thank you, thank love. you, my man. We appreciate you. Yeah, he knows of our struggles of getting monetized. Yes. So, thank you so much for that. Appreciate you, my man. And our homie Ryu Art says we want the Sea Money Cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> highlights. <laughs> no, that's in picture form only, brother. <laughs> Uh, wait, what do we? You, no, bro. it's what do we say? 35k. Listen, we get to 35k. <laughs> I think he meant the videos, like the clips. Oh, I thought he was talking about the picture that that's we added. That's possible to the... too. I thought it was your whole beard. I, I thought I thought they were talking about. Yeah, but I, see, I remember. I'm not gonna let you off the hook. Thank uh, you for that super two dollar <laughs> super chat. Thank you, love. Absolutely, our homie Game Shark What's with that two dollar super chat says, Rand, how would you feel? about a Drizz T show adapt. Dritz, so that um, would be from that would be from what? That would be from Dritz, Dritz, Dritz. That's from Is that from Dungeons and Dragons? I'm trying to think. I know of the character. I don't think I've read any of his books. Um I can picture him in my mind because he's a drow. He's like white he was is he's like pale, but he's got the white hair. He's got the two knives. I want to say it's Dungeons and Dragons. I could be wrong. Um, so I don't know. Like I haven't I haven't really read a book of his to tell you whether or not it should be have an adaptation. Yeah, I have no idea who that is. To be honest with you, but all right. Then we got our boy, uh, Awesome Gomez. Says Randall Thor 19, is there a game you think would be would make a good book series and vice versa? Ooh. Um, I think Mistborn by Brandon Sanderson would make an excellent game. Got a lot of powers and stuff, and and like the actual world is really unique. So that could be a really, really good game. As a game that would be an interesting book. Well, you know, like The Last of Us basically was a book, The Road by Cormac McCarthy. So I mean like that that was like a book that became a game or a game that was a book. Um You know, I've always thought like BioShock Infinite would be would make like an interest interesting series of books that you could do. 
Um, so the, yeah, that'd be, that'd be my Bioshock would be would be my guess for be that. Turned into a book series, that'd be dope. I think so. That'd be dope. They're making another one. Yeah, who knows? Who I mean, it's supposed to. Yeah, but I, I think it was going into problems. So who knows if it ever was comes it? out? Oh, yeah, God. I think it had dev issues. Oh geez. Um, G maybe actually asked the same question. What book would you like to see as a video game? But I think you you already answered that. Right, Mistborn. Oh. Yeah, Mistborn. Yep. So we'll leave that one be. Uh, TSWS Gaming. He was talking about a life lesson. And he says that uh, my father, that wasn't the best guy, taught me not to love one type of music if you wish to understand others. Oh, I love that. Mm, yeah. And that's a pretty good life lesson because if you remove the music and you put that to anything else, it's not to be so consumed with one thing that you can't yes. see what's good in others. Kind of like the console war situation, right? Don't be so consumed into one side so that you can't see what's good in others. Then you're missing out. That's a good life lesson, man. Mm-hmm. That. Great. That was dope. Um, our boy gamer by choice with that two dollars super chat. Thank Appreciate you, you my friend. Says Rand was the transporter. <laughs> no, not break his rules. Yeah, you damn right. <laughs> don't break don't break yeah, my bro, rules. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um and then you got our boy Silent Cypher oh, going Cypher. ahead. Thank you, Thank my man, you so gifting much. out a membership. Thank you, brother. We appreciate you. And we also have a new member Micah to the channel. Ford. I'm at Micah oh, Ford. Thank you so Thank much, you so my much, man. Love. We appreciate you. Do me a favor. Put the welcome fam emoji in the chat. Yes. Thank you, guys. That was dope. Um, and yeah, man. Uh, let me see. I think a lot of people came in after. Ah, uh, see? I, I knew exactly what it is. Ham says that I nailed the meaning behind that. Oh, yeah. I felt it, brother. I felt it. Oh, people want to know who do you think got the marketing rights for Grand Theft Auto 6? I mean, historically, you probably would say PlayStation, right? Um, yeah. I mean, if I had to guess, that's where I put my money on it. You know? What? Seems like a safe safe bet. I agree. I agree. We'll see what happens. It would happens. be pretty interesting feel- if Xbox got it, though. I will say, like, that would be... That'd be a power move if they did. It would be a super I, I don't, power I don't move. Expect I feel them like to. that would it would be wrong to let that go. Yeah, I, I don't expect them to. Um and PlayStation already sort of had that deal with Rockstar. Remember, they started off the first next gen conference they did in 2020 had they started off with Grand Theft Auto V. So I, I sort of think like they probably already like have the like it's one of those like agreements sort of thing so yeah i would imagine playstation has the rights so silent cypher brings up a, a good little bit here it says xbox had it during grand theft auto 4 oh they did but also the 360 was the at the time the also platform the leading platform, platform the biggest platform and playstation uh during the beginning of that gen was down bad like xbox one was so yeah GTA 4 did go with the Xbox and Xbox paid all that money for those DLCs or whatever. But then when GTA 5 came around, they were back with PlayStation. I would imagine the same thing is going to be with GTA. I would imagine Rockstar, well, Rockstar probably just take the most money. That's what um, I was going to say. I would think that it would be like, hey, we want this. Who's going to pay? 
but that they may just want to align themselves with whoever is like the biggest platform at the time you know i mean to be fair they didn't they could have taken this chance to um show that but they didn't this was just a straight up rock star you know what here's a conspiracy theory for you what if by the time the game comes out the Switch 2 comes as announced, and they announced oh Grand Theft Auto 6 for the Switch 2, and oh Nintendo has the marketing God. rights for it. What were we talking about? I literally, honey? on our last show, yes. I literally said, before we got the leak the night before, um, I literally said, what would be crazy is if we see the Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer, blown away, <laughs> love it, everything's great, right? And then the screen goes black. It's black. And then all you hear was <laughs> screen turns red and it just says switch to exclusive. Oh my God, that Ooh. would be wild. The world would have ended. It would. It yeah. No, I mean, because it would have exploded. The switch isn't announced yet. So even if it was coming to those plat- to that platform, they couldn't announce it. Right. That's um, true. So like, what if whenever they do announce uh you know uh switch to be like oh yeah grand theft auto 5 or grand theft auto 6 is also coming to switch 2 and then it comes that nintendo's the one who has the marketing rights for it like wouldn't that be like that would be mind-blowing wild that would be dope just so you know (laughs) silent cyber says if that happens see money i'm kicking you in the shins (laughs) (laughs) i think everybody's gonna be kicking around and and uh, feeling a certain way about that but that would be amazing just just to see it go down that would be crazy it, it would be amazing uh our boy side cypher says with that two dollar super chat you, thank love. you my brother says thank you for your time this evening Rand. yes well thank you we thank do. you guys for having me we... thank you silent cypher appreciate you man yeah we absolutely had a blast we did thank you so much for coming and yes. being here and hanging out with us we do we do truly appreciate it. Um, this was so fun. Yes, time and, is so valuable, and we really appreciate you spending this time with us and allowing us to get to know you better. Um, so we are very grateful. And you are our new champ. Oh, yeah. our new champ. Our new champ is here. <laughs> John Cena, it. the champ is here. Dun, 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 the dun. champ yes. is here. Got to throw a little fetty back out there in the world for you. Oh, you ain't messing I'm around. So excited. I'm so Came happy. over here, man with the millions, now the man with the 20. Yes. It's a beautiful yep. thing. It's a beautiful I mean, thing. It feels good to knock Fonz down one and get Mav completely knocked out. You know? Yes. You, and you all, got King David spooky now. Yeah. Yes. I mean, all, King David's uh, at all the, the good days work. At the cusp. You know, all that the good is. days work. Yes. Took a lot of people down with that one. It's a beautiful day. It is absolutely. Um, all right. So uh obviously, Rand, all these people know who you are and where to find you. But for grins and giggles, if someone stumbles across this and they're like, Who is this fine fella? Where are you? How do people find you? Where can they follow you? When's your show? All the fun stuff. When are you gonna release your next video? Give us all the details. <laughs> who knows about the videos? I don't even know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, thanks for having me. Um, for any of you that don't know, like I'm Randall Thor 19 and my YouTube channel is youtube.com slash Randall Thor 19. You can find all my stuff there. I'm on Twitter, but I don't use it that much. Uh, and it's kind of hard to say cause it's like Rand underscore AL underscore Thor underscore 19, but that's where you can go to my YouTube channel. You'll find everything there. And we do the podcast with Jez from Windows central who only got eight questions, right? 
Uh, kind of sad. Mm-hmm. We do that uh, Fridays. Okay. Yeah. We do that Fridays at like 3 p.m. Eastern every Friday. So, yeah, if uh, you want to check that out, that'd be wonderful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Is it weird for you to say 3 p.m. Eastern time when that's not your time zone? Nah, because I, I know it's like, two and it's easy just to add and add an hour to it, you know? It'd be like, a little I bit more like, difficult do you, to do Pacific because I'd be like two, it's 12. No, you know? I feel like a lot of people who are not in the East Coast give the East Coast time. So I'm wondering, is it like just easier or? I think it's easier because everybody can sort of subtract or add from the East Coast thing. Like if I said 2 p.m. Central, people like, well, what was that? What's 2 p.m. Central? Yeah, Central? Google. You know, but yep. if I said 3 Eastern, I think most people know, oh, well, I'm three hours behind or I'm one hour behind or I'm two hours behind Eastern. Right. So, so I feel like you in Central know that. Whereas I gotta tell you, um, we Central Time's the best Coast time. Privilege. By the way. What happened? Central Time's best time, by the way. Central. Well, this is the thing. I would, I would say, sure, I could believe that. The problem is, is I feel like all of you bend the knee to the East Coast. Nah. Because I don't know. I have to always Google. Like, how did? What time central? What time mountain? What are these other numbers? Right? It's, I'm just saying, I feel like <laughs> you guys have just accepted that East Coast is the time standard and then we'll everything else functions off of that. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> I mean, we do it so people can find it, but we all know central time is the best time. I mean, think about it. We just did a three and a half hour show, and for you, it's 1030, but for me, it's only 930. Damn it, he is so, <laughs> Yeah. Listen. All right. All I got to say is that was super dope. Uh, All right. Let us say our goodbyes. Guys, remember, this was an amazing podcast with Randall 13. uh, 13? 13. God damn it. I don't know what happened. Randall, and I didn't even say Thor. It's because I turned Thor and 19 together and made it Randall 13. Randall 13. For a new name. That That sounds like a new name that you can use. I'll let you. It's okay. You can you can take it. <laughs> you can, <laughs> you can take it. it for sure. Randall thirteen. You don't even have to say the whole. See, you were worried about how to say it all. Now there's a shortened version of it. Uh, so uh, obviously this was an amazing show. Again, we thank you for being here. Don't forget that next week we will be back yes. with another her him and a guest. And next week's guest is none other than Shane mm. from TTS Podcast and co-host with our boy Dirt. He's Cricket. not gonna be he's not gonna beat my 20. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. He's gonna this is a new like now that it's like you only been it's there for one week, now, people are gonna be like amped. they're gonna be like, Oh my god, this is fresh, you know. Well, let's see, we'll see. I don't but know, I don't know. I think you're gonna I, I be think, up there for a while. I feel like you're safe. I feel like you're safe. Um see, it's catching on. See, Randall 13. <laughs> no, no, no Randall 13. Oh my god! If he, if this starts happening every once in a while, he's gonna be like, "Damn them! Damn them! Ruining everything!" People looking for him at YouTube, Randall thirteen. Why would it pop? I know. Oh Shout my out god. to Power Boss. Thank you so much. Oh, Put there you go with the, the link Twitter in the chat. Yes, good job, Power Thank Boss. You. Um. So yes, remember, guys, that we will be back tomorrow at four p.m. Eastern time with On Point, the gaming podcast. So be here. We have a lot of fun stuff to talk about. It's going to be good. 
Uh, and then Friday is actually right now up in the air because we just got some news of something that's happening on Friday and we have to figure out if we're doing the show or if we have to move it. So anime and beyond is up in the air. So if you want to see us again this week, guaranteed be here tomorrow. Uh, we, we don't know what's coming on Friday. And then Monday we'll be back with the uh, morning, morning quest. quest with doodle and see money. Um, I'm thinking of using this as our new logo for morning quest. Everybody let me know if you like it. Randall, let us know. But I think this <laughs> should be, what we're going to put the morning quest logo on the side. Uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Right. I don't know. Let us know. Let us know in the chat if we should if we should do something with that. Um, but aside from that, guys, thank you. This thank was you super so fun. All right, well, guys, we're gonna end the show the same way we end every single show. Doodle. Yes. We're done. I know. Until next time. You're intruding. You're intruding.